If dog people made dog food, it wouldn't be sold in a 50-pound bag in the hardware aisle by the shoe polish. It would actually be food. It would be made with real, fresh meat and veggies gently cooked to preserve their nutritional value. You know, like food. The Farmer's Dog was created by dog people who cook and deliver fresh, healthy food. Try the Farmer's Dog and get fresh, pre-portioned meals tailored to your dog's needs. Tell us about your dog, build your plan, and get 50% off at thefarmersdog.com slash listen. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen. Skew is a founding member of the Odd Pods Media Network. I'm Rob. I'm Nick. And I'm Joe. I love it. I think it's kind of meh. And I've never seen it. We're keeping up with the Cardassians. A podcast covering seven seasons of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. But that's not it. We go down the wormhole of pop culture, life, and Garrick. New episodes every Monday. On your favorite podcasting platforms. You can also interact with the show on Twitter at CardassiansPod. And just like the Ferengi, we can't wait to stroke your lobes. Podcast. I am CJ, and with me, as always, is my hetero late mate Rico. What's up, man? Get away from her, you bitch! I was wondering what you were gonna do. I really had no idea. I mean, you do have the Ripley haircut thing going, so you oh, know, yeah, of of, uh, of three, yeah. yeah. Um, I wasn't. I really, well, yeah, I was curious where you were going with that one. So, but what's going on, man? Oh, you know, just shit. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Fresh. I feel I, I'm not gonna lie. Like I feel like I had a chest burster from the other day. Like, <laughs> well, uh, and yeah. also you're fresh off your trip to uh, the East Coast and back home in the confines of uh, good old Oakland. You know. Yeah, I'm so. I'm safe and and sound in in safe Oakland. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm back. I'm uh, I'm relaxed almost immediately. Like I I um. Went to a chiropractor and like got some sleep and uh, and uh, oh I didn't I I meant to tell you this on our last get vocal but I was rudely interrupted yeah um that um I uh, Michael and his girlfriend and Steph and I went to an escape room yes you told me you guys were doing that but I didn't I was wondering how that panned out uh it i was nervous and i was also nervous for steph because i thought it was going to be like really horror themed right um but i guess amina uh michael's girlfriend chose a she just chose a harder one yeah i I, um so it was um it was basically spy central like we are agents and we have okay so yeah definitely not horror no, but it was definitely difficult, and we had an hour to figure this out. And there were objects, and like, sure. like there was like a an old school phone, like in the middle of the room. That was the crazy thing. Like the amount of like prep and and shit they these guys did. Like I picked up the phone, I tried calling my cell phone just to see if it was a working line. It wasn't. It, it said you have reached the incorrect number, and and then like we had to like put in a proper code, phone number, to get a voice message, and 
there were a bunch of locks on a on a sliding panel door that to bring us to another room and it was just nuts and it was kind of interesting how everyone brought their own strengths oh yeah how, for sure and we all worked together and like we're like like it would be like us trying to figure out one thing and then the other people we're not even paying attention to them we're just yelling and like hurry up motherfuckers and they would be like all right we got this one done and we're like how the fuck do you do that don't worry about it I'll move on to the next thing and right like, right yeah and, and then there was a uh, a fake gun that had a laser pointer and it it was just a toy gun sure and of course michael found it and he's just like shooting everything and annoying everybody like bang 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 bang, bang, bang. and we're just like will you put the fucking gun away like stop killing us <laughs> Um, and there were targets in the corner of the room and like, he kept shooting them, but like, it wasn't going. So I picked it up and I just like, there was a rapid fire feature. I just kept shooting them multiple times. And then literally like doors opened, like, like little hatch, like little flaps and, and hatch doors, like just on a hinge, just opened up by themselves. It was kind of fucking nuts. Um, it was it was it was just a good old time. Like and what, and yeah, but you're leaving us in suspense here. Did you escape or did you end up getting trapped? We we escaped. We awesome. we got out with like three minutes to spare. Nice. And and the funny thing was there's there's a guy who's like giving us clues when we really request them. Yeah. But he's yeah. not in the room. He's right. Just it's like, like over our PA or something. Yeah. Yeah. And and at one point I pulled out my phone to use as a flashlight, and he said. You are not, you will not need your cell phone to get through this trap. And I'm like, I just, like, first off, God, thanks a lot. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Lord, yeah. I was like, I'm just, I was like, dude, I'm just using a flashlight. And then he's like, you will not need a flashlight. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? All right. Um, and then, yeah, we, we got out. And he, when he came in, he's like, all right, so you guys, you guys survived. You guys got out. You didn't. You, you you did below average, but you 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 made it. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I and I said, hey man, at least it's not like a lethal weapon movie. There's like five seconds to spare. Yeah, and we were all kind of drunk, so that way it made oh, it extra. Yeah. Okay, like, yeah, it made extra fun. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you had a good time, man. I've always wanted to do one of those things. I just haven't had an opportunity yet, so maybe one day. But yeah, if, if there if you find one out in in your oh, there's uh, plenty you, of them around. I just don't have anyone to go with. So that's the. I'm, kind of the, well, the, the rub um, make some new friends well i'm trying um anyway so well that's good man i'm glad you had a good time with that so yeah and uh you know it's 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 you you said something in your your description of the whole thing that kind of uh, i think applies to what we're talking about today honestly mm-hmm. and it's that you it wasn't uh as much a horror as you thought it was going to be because I got to be honest with you, like, you know, we we came into this month, we're doing Aliens today, we're, you know, for this week, we're doing, uh, or this episode, and then we're doing, uh, you know, Predator for the next episode and finishing things off with the Alien versus Predators series, her friend, you know, franchise, whatever you want to call it. And I, I got to tell you that except for Terminator, which we've already put out, I was kind of like, oh, <laughs> and you knew this. I mean, yeah, you knew this. I knew it. Because I'm not a horror person, and I got to tell you, like, yes, are there scary moments and whatever, but these are not, or maybe they are horror, but I think I have to redefine what horror I don't like. I think I don't like slashers. Okay. You know, like, because, and yes, there's blood and there's guts and there's gore in these. I'm not saying there's not, but it's not 
uh, at least to my opinion, on the same level as, say, like a Saw or a, a Freddy or a Jason or a, even even probably the other Halloween films. I, I know I shit on the first one a bunch, but, mm-hmm. you know, because there's not a lot of, like, blood and gore in that first one that I recall. Like, all jokes aside, no. there's there's really not. Um, Which is one of the reasons why I recommended it. And I was like, it's not, it's not going to be that fucking much of a slasher, even though it started the slasher genre. Right. And you're like, nah, it's just, it's just, I, the problem was like, oh, nothing, it was just too fucking stupid. Nothing happened. I'm like, well, maybe you need to watch Halloween too. Cause that'll like up the ante just a little <laughs> bit for you. Um, but no, but in all seriousness, I think, I think that's a better way to, de- to describe it because this is definitely more, you know, like it's sci-fi horror. I mean, they're, yeah, they're no, all it is, but it's horror. but it's not. They're not slashers, no. right? And I think that's the 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 line there for me. I think that's where you know. Steph would classify these as creature features, and which is really interesting because uh, while I was waiting to get some of the alien movies, she and I did watch Predator, which you guys will you know hear about sometime soon. Next episode, um, right? Yeah. Um, but I, and I asked her, I'm like, so what'd you think? And she was like, you know, it's just a slasher. I'm like, what? How? Really? No, this is a, I was like, this is a creature feature. She's like, no, it's the same fucking thing as, as Michael Myers. It's just, he's an alien. He's just, it's the same huh. thing. And I'm like, I was like, but it's a creature. Like you would classify this as a creature feature. She's like, and then when we saw alien, all the aliens films together, she was like, yeah, these are these are more considered. Uh, and I said, I don't understand your logic. It has a creature. <laughs> it is a feature, but you call it a fucking slasher. And she's like, well, yeah. If you just put a fucking mask, if you put a hockey mask on the predator, it's a fucking Friday Thirteenth movie. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I haven't seen them yet. To your point, but I mean, uh, the little bit I know of Predator, and I have seen the first Alien vs Predator way back in the day. I'm gonna watch it again for when we get to them. But you know. Right. The Predator is more humanoid, and maybe that's where she's getting that from. Like, the alien is, like, a flat-out, like, creature. creature. Whereas the Predator is humanoid-esque in that it mm-hmm. walks on two legs, it has arms, functioning hands, you know, that kind of thing. But so, then if, you, if you're me and you're a total nitpicker, then I'm like, but yes, but the like in certain alien movies of this franchise, some of them do walk on two legs but not erect like a human i know what your point is and i'm not some do well yeah we're not we'll we'll get to that bullshit but anyway um i have i have my list ranked up i do too so a new thing where we like rank them before we like i kind of like it though (laughs) i do too yeah yeah so let's rank them and then how about we do it in theatrical order right oh yeah for sure but well yeah do you want mine first or do you want to do yours first Give me yours. I want to. I want to see how close we are. All right. So uh, I'm giving it to you in numbers because I I memorized my list in numbers. So we can get into the titles in a second. But um, I, I'll do my best to give you titles because I have them right here in front of me actually. So, it's, but, but just just to clarify, if you're like okay, number five, and you mean Prometheus, that's going to confuse me. Is what I'm saying. Well, what five would be Promethe- Prometheus though? I, I know, but just for clarification, let, let's just list the titles and then. Like that way, there's no confusion. So, like, five is Prometheus, and then Alien Covenant is six. six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, isn't that how it is? Am I wrong? I mean, I know well, the prequels technically, but in I, order. I'm just, yeah. I'm just clarifying for the audience. Like, we are doing this theatrically 
uh, as opposed to prequel wise. So or yes, or chronologically speaking, yeah. Right. So like pre like Prometheus and Alien Covenant are technically prequels to the Alien franchise. They are listed as five and six. Like, right, go ahead. Not, not to go off on a tangent, but like when we do Fast and the Furious, I gave you a order to watch them in. But when we discuss them, well, we won't discuss them in that order. But I want you to watch them in that order. Um, Correct. Anyway, okay. So I I've got the titles right here. So I'll try to do it by title. So for me, it's Aliens, Alien Three, mm. Covenant. Prometheus Alien Resurrection. So uh, it's two six it's two three six five one four if I've got it lined up right. All right. Well, we agreed on aliens. That's uh, but I think and I t- I think I texted you yesterday and I was like we are not gonna our rankings are not gonna be anywhere near. You 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 basically said like I'm very curious of what our rankings are gonna be because I had a feeling it was gonna be this actually I, we were closer in Terminator than I thought we were gonna be like we didn't line up perfectly but we were closer yeah there than... we're we're not really close on this one no. whatsoever um okay so aliens for me. Mm-hmm. And then Alien, mm. Alien Resurrection, and I know, I know, bear with me, uh, Alien Covenant, then Prometheus, and then Alien 3. Well, we, uh, so, so we agreed on one thing. We agree that Covenant's better than Prometheus of the two prequels. I, it, it, in my opinion, uh, Alien 3 is just, like, as far as I'm concerned... These are all very different films, and they all bring very varied, uh, oh, for good sure, and bad things for sure. Yeah, um, like as much as I least like Alien 3, it has pretty impressive cinematography. That's um, Fincher, that's why you know, it's I, yeah, and but he disowned this film, by really. The I didn't yeah. know that. I'll, we'll get there, we'll get there, um, yeah, but uh, like. Prometheus is slightly lower than Alien Covenant because Alien Covenant, I feel like, is a real. It, it is the aliens of the Prometheus like new trilogy, where it amps up the violence and it becomes more of an interesting film, and then it 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 um, it's just a better sequel. Yeah, it's I found like I found this story, and we'll get into details later, but I found this story more interesting to me than uh prometheus honestly i i would acknowledge that prometheus is probably in my opinion the most beautifully shot of all these yeah i i have to agree with you there i i can't i can't disagree with that yeah that's like pretty accurate whereas you and i like rolled our fucking eyes for blade runners this was not like even though it's ridley scott i was more interested in prometheus and Alien than I was with Blade Runner. Well, see, um, and that's the interesting thing, because to me, Alien and Blade Runner might as well be the same fucking movie. Mm. You know, in terms of it was, it was, it dragged on, it was confusing as fuck, it was one tone, visually speaking, across the board, you know. All right, well, since that's how we start, that's how it starts, <laughs> uh, let's, let's start um, with Alien. So yeah. what was so confusing? I, I, I just didn't, like I first off, I it, it, like I'm reading right now and it's saying that they were on their way to their mission, but in the in the audio on the show it, on the movie itself, it sounded like they were on their way home from their mission, like they had completed the mission and were actually heading back to Earth to 
to go home. Well, I wonder if that was a discrepancy between an extended cut and then a a theatrical cut. To the best of my knowledge, they were on their way to a mission. See, I and I, I'm not even t- t- and maybe, but I even kind of remember saying them saying we're headed at home. Like I remember fucking Tom Skerritt saying that, you know, at one point or something to that effect. But, maybe not but, his words, but yeah. But I mean, is that the only thing you're confused on? Well, but, I like... mean that, and then like when they finally get to LV six four thirty seven, you know, wherever the fucking place is, you know, where the the ship, the aliens are found, like. Right. I don't know, like, John Hurt's character. Well, first off, let's talk about the fucking cast on this one, because the thing I got to get of Alien, despite where I have it ranked, is the fucking cast. First off, the whole thing, if you look at the extended cast, there's ten people in the entire goddamn movie, and that includes Mm -hmm. the person in the Alien suit. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, there's, there's not a lot of people. In this film, and mm-hmm. to and to pull off what he pulled off with ten people, I listen. I, I I give the film itself the credit where it's due in terms of you know minimalism and pulling off what it pulled off and being the where it sits in the pantheon of of these you know kinds of franchises. I I, I acknowledge all that. You know when right. we rank these things, it's on our personal um, enjoyment of the film. So. But I mean, you got Harry Dean Stanton, you got John Hurt, you got Sigourney Weaver, Tom Skerritt, Veronica Cartwright, Ian Holm. You know, the only two names on here that I fucking didn't know besides the alien, and I'm not even trying to be rude to that guy, is Yafet Kodo and Helen Morton. You know, like neither of those names meant shit to me and kind of still don't. And and I think Helen Morton was uh, the voice of mother. She was. Yeah. Okay. But I'm saying, like, outside of that, like, you know. Okay. Yafit, uh, Yafit. I think it's pronounced Kata. Just, just for clarification. Sure. Um, Yafit Kato. Uh, so before we did this, and one of the reasons why I, I really pushed for us to do a sci-fi. I mean, I had already said this to a sci-fi horror film just to kind of not have to make you watch slashers, so to speak, Which for the I'd month of October. Yeah. And and also a little change of pace, you know, it's yeah. out of our wheelhouse. We don't, apart from star Wars and some Marvel, we really don't do a whole lot of sci-fi shit. So, uh, but I had sort of had a mini marathon and the night before Yafit Kato died, I had watched alien and it, again, as it always is, I will watch something and then all of a sudden the person will fucking die like the next day. It drives me crazy. Um, and I literally like had texted Maxwell, for example, like, Hey man, what do you have to, I, I'm watching alien. He's like, Oh, that's a great flick. Blah, 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 blah. And then the next day I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. Ficado died. What'd I do? Yeah. Like, yeah. Which for um, the, for the listening audience was this year, it was March 15th right. of this year. So to the best of my knowledge, apart from like, is Tom Skerritt still alive or uh, I believe he is. I'm double, I can double check, but I'm pretty sure he's the only one that he and, he Sigourney. and Sigourney are probably the only ones still alive. Actually, I think Veronica Cartwright's still alive too. Okay, so the 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 initial majority of the cast is is passed away. Yeah. Um, um, Tom Skerritt's definitely still alive, and I'm waiting for Veronica. Veronica's still alive as well. So Sigourney, okay. Tom, and Veronica are still with us from the visually noticeable people in the cast. Right. Um. It's you, you're right. What I liked about each movie more or less is that every cast member kind of brings 
something unique and their A game. Sometimes it feels like a character trope. Sure. Like, oh God, we just need the fucking we need that asshole. You know, we need this fucking clicky type of scenario. Um, for example, I I, I really didn't feel like Jesse Smollett brought anything to fucking Alien Covenant. I one hundred percent agree, and actually cringed every time he was on camera. Right, so did I. And yeah. and when he and spoilers when he fucking died, I was like, fuck that guy, fuck <laughs> him. Uh, I um, but Alien, I mean, whether you like it or not, it, it is kind of like the Terminator in that aspect where it's like, well, it's not T two. But I guess very you much can't so. have T two without T one, right? And I and I'm not I'm certainly like I have it low on my list. I do, right. but it's it's not me shitting on the film as much as I just didn't really. I just enjoyed these other ones more. Really, right, is, right, right. What one got to be fifth in the list by default, as opposed to like you know, whereas like I fucking put. Co- or not Covenant, but I put fucking Resurrection. I was like, nope, that's two hours of my life I'm never getting back. You know. We'll, we'll get there because No, but I... I'm just saying, like, that one, like, immediately, like, it was okay, let's just, what one goes ahead of this next? Like, it, it, it right. I, you know. Well, let me, before we even continue on Alien, let me let me ask you, did you like these films? You know what, yeah, I gotta or... be honest with you. I, I did not dislike them as much as I anticipated coming into it. Are they, right. do do I love them? No. And mm-hmm. am I gonna be like, oh, I wanna watch Aliens? Probably not, but I can also see myself being like, you know what, I'm in the mood for like a weird sci-fi fucking thing that's not, you know. Sure. And and maybe throwing one of them on. I mean, that's certainly possible. I would probably lean towards either... I can I can tell you right now, I'd probably only lean to three of them in that instance. It would probably be either Covenant 2 or 3 if I was going to put one on just to put them on. Um, I, if but, we ever did like a deep dive of Cameron and like Aliens was a pri- was like one of the ones we had to watch, you wouldn't roll your eyes and be like, oh, fuck. I, again, with this alien bullshit, you, yeah, no, you'd be I like, mean, all right, would, cool. Yeah, it wouldn't be the one I would be like if I had to like pick a bunch to watch it wouldn't be the first one i put on or if i did put it on first it'd be just to get it out of the way <laughs> you know you would so. be like all right i'm gonna have it after titanic so i can get through titanic and then have aliens yeah and i'm not sure which one of those would be worse um yeah i i don't understand the animal steph said the same thing well not the same thing but similar about titanic she was like the second half of the movie is like just awful of titanic i'm like it, it's Wait. it's not even that i mean First off, I mean it's a little it's a little hard when you know you know the the you know what's gonna happen. Number one, you know what I mean, and then right, I'm very much on fuck that fuck her for not letting Jack on the door because there was plenty well, of goddamn room on that door. That, so yes, fuck fuck you, Kate Winslet for doing that. But also, her argument was like they would have already been dead like before they even got to that point. No, nope. would have already Mythbuster, had hypothermia. Mythbusters proved that wrong. One hundred percent. Really? Yep. That's All right. bullshit. Well, I'll, Jack should have been. Jack should have been on the door. They would have been fine. So, no, 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 no. I, she's implying that uh, that with all the amount of water they would have all that they've already been near and like soaking in their clothes and everything, they would have already had hypothermia. Yeah, no, they had said that. Nope. They oh, they would. Right. Yeah, well, they would have. They would have survived. 
It, they would have okay. not been in great medical condition. Like, I wouldn't have been like, oh, we're good. Let's have champagne now that we're rescued. Like, but, sure. <laughs> but they would they would have both survived the thing. Um, All right, well, in any event. Of people who didn't survive. Yes. Um, uh, and, and, and real people, for that fucking matter, because I don't think either Jack or her, I don't, can't remember her character's name. I don't think either of them were actually on the boat. Like, I don't think those are real people that were on the boat, as opposed to the several hundred people who actually did die on that boat many years ago. Right. Well, no, I don't know. I'm, the I'm, alien is in the future. We, we don't know. No, I'm, <laughs> I meant Titanic. Um, I know. But getting back to, getting back to alien with Kane. Yeah. So when, when, when they're get, when they get to the ship that they find on whatever that fucking planet's called. LV two, four, four, I think is 37. What yeah. Whatever. Um, a to Z thirty-seven. Yeah, basically, um, A to Z thirty-seven. Um, so, it, like, he he slips on like yeah. nothing into the egg patch. Like it 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 just felt like there was no. It never gained a flow. For, like it never gained like momentum for me. The whole film, really. I. I didn't particularly mind him falling. I didn't think it was that big no, of a deal. But that, I, no, 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 but like that, and then like it just felt like it felt very choppy to me. And like that was one of the breaking choppy points for me. Like I didn't. Well, let me put it this way: he would have found the egg patch anyways, whether he had slipped or fallen, because he was right there. He was just going to look no, to his left. But and be if, like, what the but fuck no, are those? It, but if he hadn't slipped into the egg patch. I don't think he gets a face hugger. Like all absolutely, he totally would have. He would have go gone over and been like, "Look at these fucking ugly things." And then it was going to happen regardless because mm. they are all scientists except for like Yafikado and Harry Dean Stanton. They were going to be like, "What's this Which, fucking like?" By yeah. the way, if I heard one more like, "What about our bonuses?" Like, shut the fuck up. Why? I mean, That's exactly what they would have been doing. They're not there to discover aliens and do shit. Their whole thing I know, thing but it was like, that... hey, good morning. How about my bonus? Well, we'll talk well, yeah. about it later. Do you want some coffee? Well, what about my bonus? Uh, do you need to take a shit? Do I get my bonus if I take a shit? Well, CJ. wait. No, I mean seriously, dude. It was like shut the fuck up, buddy. No, like the that's time exactly I, what no. a, that's exactly what a fucking crew would have done. They would have been like, "I'm not building anything until you agree to my money, as per my contract." Any contractor, if you've ever had any work done, they're gonna say, "I'm not lift. I'm not hammering one goddamn nail until you sign this thing." Which is why they all stuff. fucking died on the Death Star and Jedi. Because they were just sitting around doing nothing, exactly. bitching about their bonuses. Exactly. So if Vader the Emperor had just fucking paid all those fucks, <laughs> then it would have been fine. Um, that, see, that's why the fucking the the area where Luke fucking shot the missiles was open in the first place. Because they're like, fuck that. I didn't get paid my bonus. I'm not gonna <laughs> build that shit. I don't know. That just it just annoyed me. Um, I I don't mind it coming up. Like I I'm with you that they would have brought it up. I just think it got like over overly done. I thought it was true to character. I thought they're 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 just fucking workers, and it's like we don't give a fuck. We are, we just want to be able to because presumably they're either paying for they're either working for themselves and they're like I need my money, or they have a family to provide for. In which case, they definitely need their fucking money. Oh, so but they're like, I'm not doing any of this bullshit until you fucking agree. And it's and they also know the Wayland Yutani Corporation can afford it, so they're like, this is some bullshit. 
I also want to back up real quick to the franchise as a whole for a second. They have the worst spaceships in the history of spaceships. I'm it's, sorry. It's, can you can you elaborate your opinion uh, about this? Okay, in the in the earlier films, and I'm not talking the, theatrically at this point. I'm talking chronologically speaking, right? So the Prometheus ne- and Alien Covenant, and and even to an extent, maybe Alien One, right? Okay, yeah. I can see the need for the cryopod to get, you know, on a seven-year journey. Although even then, even then, like, Ridley's kind of gotten smart about that because the Martian's like a two-year trip from Mars to Earth, and they're not in any kind of cryopod the entire time. So, you know, although even though Covenant came out after, we'll, we'll debate that, but yeah. I think the logic of that was, is that the Martian is still pretty close to our future. And it was like, well, that's kind of my point, right? This is beyond our future. I I, I don't think you need, first off, I I believe in, in warp technology. So, or, or even if it's not warp technology, the fact that you don't have a ship that can travel faster, that's safe by like 2300 because at some point that's about where the timeline ends up like well it's it's yeah i mean in alien it's like 21 something in 2379 united systems military clone ripley and her yeah it's the ripley clones 2300 and they're still using the fucking bio cryo thing so right yeah no like i mean i think at some point they figured they could have not needed that shit anymore, you know. So your your problem is they they didn't have light speed, or some form of it, yeah, or some form of like not needing them to be in some kind of cryostasis to get from point A to point B, like that. Just well, seemed... I th- I think cryostasis is also important, especially in this context, because, for example, if one of them got sick. Well, that's different. You, know, you put them in cryostasis at that, but like you have the thing available, but like you don't need them to be to travel. It almost felt like a requirement to, to like, you know, oh, we got to travel further than like a system here. We all have to go back to cryosleep because that's the basic premises of Covenant. Is that well, well, if we well, a lot of all of them? No, but specifically Covenant in that, like after you know Franco gets turned into a fucking Tostito, you know he. <laughs> You know, <laughs> no, no one really wants to get back into the cryopod, even if they won't say it. And then they're like, oh, there's this planet over here that we, we don't have to get into the cryopod. Let's go here instead, right. which dumbasses like there's a reason you weren't going there in the first place. But whatever, you know. Yeah. If if people just see, I, I said this definitely see, this is the one argument religion has over science scientists are always fucking shit up by exploring and everything. Yeah. And like, um, like it, it doesn't help. They're just like, we have to discover the species. Yeah. But do you like that? No, not for nothing. Another reason Prometheus got a lower, lower, uh, uh, tier lower on the, on my list was how kind of dumb a lot of the scientists were like, I'll, I'll, I'll explain it. Uh, no, when we I'm get just there. I'm getting my Prometheus and Covenant crew blended in my head, so I'm trying to okay. like separate them. All right, so I'll just tell you the motherfucker who the scientist f- fucking played by Ray Spall sees a goddamn space cobra and is like, and oh, I know, like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, 
I'm with you. Well, they're they're well, technically. I'm I'm gonna make a Big Bang Theory joke for a minute, but they were only engineers, so you know they're not as well, not, smart not as scientists. Confused with the other engineers, which is another fucking conversation. But even even fucking Charlize, which I gotta admit, I enjoyed her characterization. She was essentially yes. a fucking. She was like an ice queen in that fucking movie. And I've seen her uh, play that role in other movies too, and she does it well. Like that's she does that's a well. role she does really well. But she's so dumb. She's running from a thing straight, like it's rolling towards her, and she should have just w- ran to the right. Like literally, it shows. Yeah, uh, I was kind of thinking Yumi the same Rapace thing too. Do yeah, it, yeah. Like roll away, and then Charlize was like, "I'm just gonna fucking like try and like." shift out of the way laying on my back and hope I, it doesn't I can at in. least make the argument in that scenario that panic might take over and fuck with your logic thinking. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I can at least make the argument of why she didn't do it. Not saying you again, it, you're wrong cuz duh. But you know, at least like in that moment of panic I, I've never had anything that was going to crush me in the size of a spaceship, but I've had like panic moments where like you, you should have done this, and you just you're in that moment of like oh fuck, and you do the wrong thing, you know. I've done but that. my argument. Yeah, my argument would be that she would be like, a, she's an officer. She's trained. To I know. I, I shit like that. I, and... I'm not. I'm not arguing. I'm at least throwing out a different hypothesis yeah, here, but I, I'm not. I, th- I think. You know. the, I think the simplest thing is she. It was just bad writing. And there was well, like, we, how do we get, how do we kill Charlize without an alien killing her? Boom. Yeah, I mean, it was there was a couple instances of bad writing throughout the franchise. I'm not saying like straight like whole things, but you know. Uh, but back to Alien, which I, uh, it, it's regarded as essentially Jaws in space, which w- is really the basic pr- is really the premise. There's something stalking them. It- and they're kind of literally, like, just like the orca is stuck in the middle of the ocean, essentially. So, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you because that, but I think it's really funny that you said that, because I've not heard that description prior to this, or even if you said it to me, I didn't recall it, no joke. Mm-hmm. Because I remember sitting there thinking, man, the alien looks fake. Like, no joke. I, I, I had that thought, like, I had the Jaws thought, like, I, you know, like, I, I heard Marty, I actually heard Marty McFly, probably because I was fresh off studying for my my you know competition but like i heard marty going shark still looks fake you know yeah <laughs> um well i i uh i will say this i think at the time for 1979 the the uh costume for uh, the first alien yeah was as good as it was gonna be oh no for sure yeah no doubt about it it was creepy as all hell and i do appreciate the fact that he got a six foot ten guy to stand in, in the thing yeah yeah like that that's impressive and he actually learned like tai chi and mime to slow down his movements to be a little bit more alien no pun intended. um sorry not to interrupt but I've not, i just happened to scroll down to the storyline uh per imdb for the first one for for alien 1979 okay in the distant future the crew of the commercial spaceship nostromo are on their way home Oh okay, so yeah, they. Well, are you are you less confused now? No, I well no because this one thing says they were this time this one timeline thing still says that are on their way. Well, I don't, I, I don't. Okay, so I still think my arguments about is valid that there could be an extended and a theatrical difference. 
Uh, maybe, but according to Ridley Scott, who did an intro, so I watched special editions for all the first four because the other ones didn't have them, but the first four mm-hmm. had special editions on the pack that Quadrology. I bought. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I bought all six. I got all six in a pack, actually. Um, right. But the four had special editions. Um, we'll talk about four when we get there because that fucking director made me not want to watch his movie at all. But that's a whole okay. different thing. Um, Ridley Scott basically said, I didn't change the story. I just added some dialogue, but it doesn't change the story. It mm. adds a little bit of dialogue, and it cleans up some of the, the CGI that didn't exist in 1979. That's, okay. that's what he said in his intro of the, uh, the thing. The only okay. one that didn't have an intro was the one with Fincher, and I guess that goes back to you saying he disowned the thing. But it, it's it's not his that cut because there are there are differences in the extended cut and the theatrical cut that do change enough of, in three. of three. Okay, yeah, uh, but he was offered to come back, and he he flat out refused and said, "Nope, good luck to you." That's why the third one is called the assembly cut and not the not the director's cut. Ah, uh, um, but. Uh, in terms of the appearance of the of the alien, it I we have to give at least a shout out to uh, Geiger, Geiger who Geiger, Geiger who designed the initial first alien and then received like he he would come back and forth on like the films. That's and... interesting because in the credits on the film because I was watching I'm, I'm certainly not arguing with you but on the credits mm-hmm. he doesn't get credit till the third one. Correct, but his work, and he was pissed about it. To the best of my acknowledge, to the sure. best of my knowledge, he was pissed that he wasn't acknowledged as essentially the designer of the alien. But he did a an art piece, and his his work is very disturbing. Oh, and, I've and, I've and, seen Geiger's work. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I actually like it. I'm not gonna lie to I, you. I do too, but it's it's not for everybody. Sure, but the alien initial uh, uh, base. Is is based on a piece he did called uh, Necromon Four, and it you can see the the similarities. The difference is, is that his artwork, the the whole long ass elongated head of yeah. the alien, basically resembles a cock. Yeah, well, he's very phallic in his art in general. Very phallic yeah. and very homoerotic, and that's one of the reasons why they hired him in the first place. Is because, especially the first Alien, this is really a movie about rape, and and sexuality. Okay. And the writer essentially he he had said I wanted to make male heterosexuals as uncomfortable as possible. So I'll give you the 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 reasonings why. Obviously, the phallic head of the Alien, but even he, he was like, "How the fuck do I get this Alien on board?" And he said, I got an idea. One of them fucks, an alien fucks one of the guys. Like, it says literally that. Mm. So the, you have the egg, and the egg opens, and if you look at it, the 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 egg kind of resembles a vagina. I never really looked at it like that, so I can't say. I'm not going to argue against you, but sure. It, it, it They look like, you know, lips. And then the face hugger, what does it do? It basically shoves a tube down someone's throat and impregnates them. And and then when it's birthed, it rips through the ribcage 
It's not. I mean, that 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 changes throughout the franchise sometimes, like especially in Alien Covenant. That that that's a whole other fucking thing. Mm. Uh, but you can argue those are proto aliens. They're not the aliens of the Alien franchise, and and that's one of the reasons I do like these films is that they're it's not just one lone alien. It's it, they're, they're constantly evolving and they're, they're taking different DNA characteristics of whatever their hosts are. And with the prequels, they're not xenomorphs, which is the technical term of the alien. They're protomorphs or neomorphs and shit like that. The, the so back. Very quick. Interesting thing. That's kind of related just based on the whole thing you're saying here. Um, the slime they use, the, what they used to make the slime for the actual film was KY jelly. Just, to, yep. yeah, go ahead. Um, so, when the when the chest burster bursts out of the chest, it kind of this first glimpse is it's kind of phallic. It's it's it looks flesh looking, and it it, it despite it covered in blood, it does look like a fucking dick with teeth. And then it runs away. Yeah. And then as it grows, you notice its uh its tongue that that fucking second mouth is its tongue. So it's a very phallic-looking tongue, mm-hmm. but also at the very end, the way the writer uh, described it, he's like, "This would give the uh, fear that men have, where they think some vaginas have teeth, because it looks like a vagina with teeth at the end of a very long dick." So this movie is just all the worst parts of sexuality and rape, <laughs> and. It, and if you notice, like, the majority of the protagonists, if not every movie, the protagonist is a woman. So this is really just to be like, hey, let's shake up a man's fear. It Although really I, is kind of the most feminist fucking horror movie you can kind of go well, for. Also, and I also, that I was going to say, like, you have to give some credit to the fact that they, they do have a female lead protagonist in 1979. Like, that's a, that's a big fucking deal. You know what I mean? So... It it also does follow the 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 horror trope. Do you know Do you know the term "final girl"? Uh, no, but I can probably derive from it. It's it's the one girl that survives the horror film. Yeah. Yes, and and obviously, Jamie Lee Curtis of Halloween is the most famous. But you've got your sure. You got your Nev Campbells. You've got your you know who the fuck it is. Uh, even you know um, they're all over. And yeah, no, are... I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sigourney Weaver would be the the final girl of of the sci-fi genre, um, essentially. Her or Hamilton? Um, yeah, that that's a fair point too. It's, Linda it's, Hamilton definitely falls. I would say probably more okay. Sigourney, but by by edge, it's not much. <laughs> well, Sigourney uh, was the first. Let's put it that way. Yes, yes, because because Terminator's what eighty two or eighty four, eighty four, yeah. I thought it was a couple years before the actual year in the movie, but maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, that's not the point. I, no, I think it actually is 84. Um, okay. But, you and you get that Linda Hamilton quality in, in Aliens. Like, oh, honestly, Aliens is such a James Cameron film that you're like, well, if Sigourney fucking said no, I wonder oh, who like, he would oh, cast. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, especially because you have Paxton, you got Michael Bain, you got, you know. And honestly, tell me those ships don't look like 100 killers. Like right. fucking real, like the the ships are flying look like hunter killers. Actually, just just as a little caveat, the 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 ship themselves that they're all on, yeah, looks like looks like a gun. It was it was intended to actually look like a fucking assault rifle flying in space. 
I can see it now that you say it. I can see it. Yeah, it has it has a, a yep. has a long ass barrel that has actually a fucking yep. handheld trigger. Yeah, and you look I, at it, you're like, what a fuck, what the fuck, James Cameron? Like, <laughs> I'm gonna have a fucking whole marine ship. It's gonna look like a gun, right? Yeah. Anyways, uh, so that's the whole sexuality thing. It's just it's just birthing gone wrong, and it's who's the first one who's impregnated? It's a man. So it's just deepest darkest fears of men. You know, I'm going to explore this vagina and then I'm going to be raped. And then if it bursts a fucking awful kid. Despite things like escaping and whatever, like the, the like I said, the story just felt slow to me. You well, know what I mean? Like, it, there's more, there's more action. Like if I'm putting it up against, say, Blade Runner, the original Blade Runner, you know, because I, I compared it to earlier, you know, it definitely has more action than Blade Runner without question but it's still by comparison to say even two or you know as much as i even don't like you know uh covenant or a resurrection i mean there's a lot more action in that feature compared to one i mean all of them have more than one you know what i mean i think i i don't i didn't um i liked the the slow pace of alien because i if you compare it to Jaws, if it is the Jaws in space, Jaws is a slow... I mean, a lot of shit's happening, don't get it twisted, in both films. Sure. But it's it's supposed to be the big tension builder. You are on a spacecraft. You are in the middle of fucking nowhere. You can't leave. You are stuck. Right. And even the tagline sums it up perfectly. In space... Even uh, in space, no one could hear you scream. Right. So, like, you can't even call for help because who's going to come rescue you? There's not space cops to fucking shoot the thing down. Um, so you can't really... It, it. It's the... I, I like a good, slow, tense film if it makes the story worthwhile. And if you're going to compare it to Aliens, for example, then you are doing Alien a disservice. But it's opinion. it's just interesting to me because you and I kind of saw Blade Runner the same way, and yet right. we don't see this the same way. Which because I, I didn't like Blade. I didn't. I I tried to like Blade Runner, and I was. I think a lot of it was just I was not. I didn't understand as much as I wanted. Well, to. see, for for me, this is basically Blade Runner with a creature. That's that's what I saw. That like a like an actual like creature as opposed to like mm. you know. Uh, cyborgs or whatever you want to call you know the I I understood Alien a whole lot better than Blade Runner and but I will add that Ridley Scott did say that both Blade Runner and Alien are in the same universe so to speak oh geez that makes it almost worse um well I don't know if if they were going to make a third Blade Runner movie it might as well just be the third Prometheus film then and just have it all tied together sure yeah have fucking Deckard going up against you know fucking engineers and aliens and shit yeah, I mean, we'll get there because I'm I'm not sure how I feel about Fassbender, but that's you know, well, as an actor, uh, as an no, no, as an actor, no, I I should really say David, not Fassbender, because uh, I got no problem okay. with Fassbender, but but you know the all right, so uh, yeah. aliens, aliens, well, I like. I mean, there's still more to Alien of the cast. Like, well, okay, let's. let's I'm, um, I'm here. Ian let's Holm. Go. Yeah, like, bef- Ian Holm. Before David. Like yep. you had fucking Ash, man. And Didn't see that another, coming. 
Either that I will give you. Didn't see that coming. Now, you you obviously probably knew, but I, I had never seen it, so. Well, I knew because I had seen it, but well, the first time I saw it, I didn't. Um, I didn't see it coming. I think, I think it was spoiled to me, honestly. I think I remember reading a thing about Ian Holmes trivia and how he got, like, quote-unquote, sick from the milk that was his blood going bad. And it, how... And I think it kind of. Okay, I don't know how he would have got sick by that, but all right. Because of all the lights. No, but I don't know how. Was he drinking his blood? Like, I don't. It was in his mouth. And oh, all those right, 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 right. So yeah. I, I, but I've also heard that that wasn't milk either. So, like, but either way, I think that was ruined for me that Ash was a android. Yeah, see, it was. I mean, I, all right. So, full disclosure, and I think I told you this before, I had seen, uh, I had seen up to the chest bursting portion before mm-hmm. and then kind of fell asleep so never saw the mm-hmm. <laughs> end of it and that's you know so to me in my opinion this is um uh my first uh real viewing yeah um hold on a second well i will add just just a caveat off of what you're saying I tried to watch alien when i was younger and i was bored i was so fucking bored well, that's, like, I, I watched it at 41 and i was bored so well, I was you know twelve. So maybe you your forty one is the mental fucking intelligence right, of my well, twelve. Well, you've told me that before. Um, <laughs> a quick update. Uh, Ash is okay. So, uh, the blood on his face and in his mouth was colored water, okay. but the sections in his midsection that were not anywhere near actual Ian Holmes was in fact milk. Milk. Okay. So both both are the case mm-hmm. just depending on what portion you're talking about. I, I you know, not for nothing, I have seen like in trivias on IMDb's, I've seen multiple things of trivia, especially with these films where people uh argue try <laughs> argue to try and prove each other wrong yeah like like for example it'll be like ian holm got sick from the milk that was his blood and then one person will be like ian holm did not get sick from the blood because it wasn't milk and if it was milk it was on his mouth it was on his stomach it was actually colored water so it's like who the fuck knows like ian holm is the only one who could really fucking answer that and he ain't answering anything now so right um but what a creepy fucking performance. Like he does this thing where Sigourney like pushes him mm-hmm. and, and he reacts in the most robotic fucking like surprise where it's like his, his computer brain is trying to compute it essentially. And it's always, it's it was so fascinating to watch. Once you know, he's uh, an Android, his performance is really interesting to pay attention to. Yeah. Whereas Lance Henriksen, uh, as Bishop, which I like, just, Way back. I mean, look, I I like Ian Holm as an actor. I do. You know I'm a fan. But I liked Bishop, the character, way more than Ash. So did I. Uh, And Lance Henriksen is another Cameron uh, staple. Yep. Um, And you remember this conversation when when you watch Alien vs. Predator. Just, I'm not going to say anything else. Just remember that. But Bishop, despite being much more of a protagonist comes off infinitely creepier than 
ash, in my opinion. And that's just due to Lance Henriksen's performance. I in, in some in some instances, yes, I agree with you. And actually at the beginning I almost thought, oh wow, like here there's we go. Two, vi- there's a here's a villain, yeah. He's two point again, you know, right. Yeah, you know, so but bit, but that's just I mean, nothing against Lance Henriksen. I love Lance Henriksen as an as an actor. I do too, yeah. But that dude could never come off ever not scary. Like if he <laughs> Like if he like I I I fucking am a big fan of Lance Henriksen, but if he was reading his kids a fucking like like Good Night Moon, they'd be scared I, of the moon for the rest of their they lives. They would never go to bed. <laughs> All right, let me tell you, Good Night Moon. It's like no, I, no, I, I, I'm a wake up son. I I now want to hear him reading Go to Fuck to Sleep. Have you heard that? Oh, Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Well, he's not the only one. There's a whole series of different actors actors and actresses reading that book but i want to hear him read it now yeah lance henriksen's version of go the fuck to sleep was like does this smell like chloroform (laughs) um so yeah i i I, you know and then i know um the the other woman whose name i don't have it in front of me right now because i was looking up the trivia hold on let me get back here are you talking about vasquez uh i don't remember because i don't Lambert, Where's, there's no Vasquez in the cast. What the fuck are you talking about? Of of Alien or Aliens? Alien. Oh, I thought we were. I thought we had jumped to Aliens because of well, you do you wanted to finish? No, well, I mean we can get into it, but I just want to. Uh, Veronica Cartwright. I actually know her from another movie called The Last Navigator. The fl- The Flight of the Navigator. It's. Uh, oh, I saw The Flight of the Navigator uh, I when f- I was a kid. Yeah, fucking love that. She's the mom. That's right. That She's right. the mom in you that know- movie. Do you know who voices the navigator? Yeah, it's Paul Rubens. Isn't that fucking weird? Actually, I, I've always wondered, and I never looked it up, but I wonder, like, you know in the beginning when he's all serious before, like, he absorbs the kid's, like, thoughts? No, because no, it's been, like, 20 years since I've seen like, I, the navigator. I, it's the second thing I watched on Disney Plus when, when I got it, because it's on I need there. To, I need to watch it. It's I totally need. on there. I, I saw right. it on there just the other day. Um, there's, the robot... It, Ten seconds. The robot's all serious until he does like the mind absorb with the kid because he needs to get the star maps out of his brain. And when he does, mm-hmm. that's when he turns into to Pee Wee, basically. You know. <laughs> um. So I've always wondered if it was Paul Rubin that does the serious voice because it sounds nothing, nothing at all. And I know Paul Rubin's capable of serious, but I'm saying like it's still. He, I've heard serious Paul Rubin, and it still doesn't sound like him unless they like put some kind of voice. Modification on it, which is certainly possible. Yeah, his peewee voice, even when he's not like, is, I know you are, but what am I? It's very like nasally and and kind, but like his Paul Rubens actual voice is like, oh, when I when I made a peewee, it sounds kind of like very Southern Californian. Like, yeah, 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 for sure. Anyways, uh, Nancy Cartwright, I'm glad you uh, just Veronica. Just a little thing. You're right, Nancy Cartwright's Bart Simpson. My my bad, <laughs> Veronica Cartwright. Uh, wasn't told like the the majority of the cast did not know what really was going to happen during the Kane chestburster scene. Okay, so when she sprayed with blood, that was her actual reaction because no one told her, "Hey, you're going to get doused in a bunch of fake blood." Just a heads up. Is is her slapping Sigourney in the original, or is that only in the special edition? That's that's in the extended. Okay, so apparently, I read. I had the trivia turned off already, but I had. Well, I was reading, and apparently, 
every time they went to do that scene, Sigourney like anticipated it, and so she moved. Yeah, she was shy. She would she would flinch away. Right, and so. I, according to what I read, Ridley went to to Veronica and I was like, "All right, I'm not gonna yell action. Just turn on, but I'll you'll know that I'm filming mm-hmm. and just turn around and hit her for like real." Yeah. So they actually, it's you know, actually got hit. You know, to the best of my knowledge, she also went to Ian Holm and told him more or less the same thing. Like, really go after Ellen. Like, really go. After well, he Sigourney. he definitely told Yafit to piss her off, like offset, like off takes. You know. And and Yafit regrets that because he really he likes Sigourney, but for the sake of it, it look. See, that's probably another reason why he was constantly like because I think there was a lot of ad libbing, as long as it's true of the character. So as long as Yafit Kato's main motivation is to get paid, that's probably why he kept bringing it up. Yeah, maybe. Family, it looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Who am I? Naomi is the new hit series that's got all the buzz. You have power I have never felt before. Critics are calling it unbelievably charming. Captivating. A delight to watch. Casey Walpole couldn't be more perfect as Naomi. You ready? The question is, are you ready? Get ready to see why. I don't know what is happening to me. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? Naomi, all new tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50, Washington CW. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors. About bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Yeah, let's go over to the aliens because we have a we have a lot right. to do. We don't we um, don't need a Terminator 2.0, which is what we got with Aliens 2.0. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it really it really has movie, you know, it really is a Cameron film. It has a Terminator feel with an alien creature and obviously Ripley in the lead, but it definitely has that that thing that the vibe. Paul Reiser, um, who I've oh, always been. Dick. I, the character's a dick, but I like him. I've always yes, been. The a, character's you know. a complete scumbag. Uh, well, just the way you said that, I wanted to kind of. <laughs> no, 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 no. I like you, Paul Reiser, but your character's a fucking cunt. Like, and I got to be honest I, with you, like I, I, I like um, fucking Bill Paxton. I do. I, I, I'm a Paxton fan, but like I kind of wanted him to die by the end of the fucking movie. <laughs> you know. I'm glad you remind me. Uh, that was another possible title I had for this was Game Over, man. Game Over. I was thinking that, too, actually. I But I, I was afraid that would be construed differently. We'll talk, though. Um, okay. uh, that, but that was ad-libbed by Paxton. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. Um, you know, if you don't, if you're getting tired of, of Paxton, we'll talk next episode, man. Was well, he that all over a, Predator, too? He's in Predator 2. Okay. He's got the thing with being in the sequels. Well, actually, no, because he's in the first Terminator, but yeah. He's in the first Terminator, and he's in Titanic. Like, honestly, like, he's just James he's in Titanic? Cameron's fucking... 
Yeah, he's the guy who uh, who interviews the old lady. I guess, yeah. I, I got to be honest with you. There's only three characters I really remember from that movie, and it's um, fucking it's Leo, it's Kate, and Billy Zane. Basically, yeah, yeah. Oh, and and honestly, the the um, the orchestra. The only the only people I remember from that really about, remember from that movie. But what about, what about uh, Kathy Bates? Nope. You don't remember Kathy Bates? No, nope, I'm sure she's there, but I don't. I don't know. See, she did play a real character. She did replay a real person. She was uh, the unsinkable Molly Brown. Ah. That's who she was. Um, but yeah, Bill Paxton. Oh man, he. Yes, he kind of came off a little annoying, but like that's kind of the point. Is that no? I no, I totally get that. That was the um, you know, uh, that was intent. Yeah. So I and and I get that was the point, but it was just like you know. At the same time, it was like, all right. After a while, I started getting a little... Because this was a long... Like, it was the extended edition's like 240-something. Like, it's long. Yeah, it's a know. long film. Um, But it, the good news is, unlike the first one, I don't feel like it drag. Like, I didn't feel like dragging. But, you know, at the because same time... Because Cameron... Yeah, Cameron... Look, not for nothing. We we can be very critical of Cameron the person. Sure. Because he's, he's, he's kind of a... Jerk. He's the the meanest Canadian alive, as you put it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because, yeah, it's he's a he's a tough sell as a human being, but visually and storytelling, the dude is kind of a fucking like genius in 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 a film. Oh sure, sure, yeah. Um, like if you took the concept of Alien and obviously improved upon it, that's a rarity. Yep, where. I mean, Coppola improved his own film with Godfather 2 and then fucked it up with Godfather 3, even though, whatever. Mm-hmm. It, you have to give... That's right, Cameron credit. did the same thing with Dark Fate, so whatever. Well, okay. I'm, I, I'm kind of interested in your feelings about 3, but we'll fucking get there. Um, That's not Scott, though. You, you don't understand what I'm saying, and I don't want to, like, bury the all right, all right, so all right, get there, all right, I'll get there. All right, all right. But Aliens, you know, he fucking, you know, he took a world that Ridley Scott made, whether you like the film or not, and then pr- did not change it enough where it's completely unrecognizable. Aliens feels like a sequel to Alien, but an improvement. And Agree. Because, yeah, he, he and even the characterization of of Ripley is consistent with what we would want with Ripley from alien. She, yeah, no one listens to her and she's faced with this. I almost feel like that happens more in three than it does in, in this. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't, but it's even more so in three about not listening to her. Yeah. But in, well, for sure, no one listens to Ripley when they fucking should. They did that in the first Alien film, which she's like, you guys can't come in. I'm quarantining. Yeah, like, that too. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, this should just be called, like, listen to Ripley, goddammit. Like, um, but she, like, she's faced with a severe loss because she was in stasis for 57 years, then wakes up and she just missed her daughter dying. But like an a old year, woman. I think, right? Uh, two. Too. I knew it was something which, close to that. Which, which, by the way, the photo of her "quote unquote" daughter is actually a photo of her mother, of Sigourney Weaver's real life mother. Oh, that's awesome! I don't think I knew that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, 
Shout out to Jonesy the cat surviving all this alien bullshit. Like, and then just never making another appearance ever again. Well, because, like, you know, he's in the apartment and, like, Sigour- and, like Ellen, like, fucked off to, like, Alien 3. So, presumably, Jonesy just died of starvation, locked in someone's apartment, you know? Right. Poor cat. He survived a fucking alien attack. To, and to like, die of starvation. Didn't... Yeah, the, he's like, the bitch didn't give me tuna. Um, Um, but you know she's she's going this is like the first time we see a board of the Weyland yutani corporation basically saying yeah you you know you are demoted because you destroyed a fucking ship and you and you disobeyed orders blah 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 and and like honestly like the aliens are the villains of this franchise, but like this corporation is really the fucking the greedy evil corporation that just constantly fucking everything up. Yeah, yeah, I can't argue with that. So, it, and we finally get to see uh, one of them in Prometheus and Alien Covenant. You know, fucking Guy Pierce. Yeah, yeah. So, and and that you what his character is so spot on with exactly how the corporation would do it. It's just greed and, and discovery and creation mm-hmm. and, and, and fuck people, you know, that's like the entire crew of the Nostromo was expendable, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but aliens fucking aliens is definitely my favorite. It, 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 it picks up the fucking story really fucking well. It's believable. The aliens, Look the same, but are a complete improvement with, uh, yes. I believe, Stan Wiston as the as the uh, guy who really improved on the face huggers and the chest bursters and all that shit. So I can find that out for you. I'm pretty sure it's Stan Winston because. Oh, I'm not saying you're wrong. I think Cameron really liked to use Stan Winston as his uh, makeup guy. Let's see, uh, hold on, my, I'm something just got in my eye. Hold on. Need okay. a minute. Yeah, just something flow in my eye. Um, makeup department. It doesn't. Uh, well, okay. So it's his crew, but I don't think he actually worked on. Looks like he sent his people. Mm. But I don't think he actually worked directly on it. Okay. So, Fair enough. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm not trying to split hairs. I'm just reading what's right, here. Right, right, right. So, um, but yeah, I yeah, like it doesn't look like the... he. God, sorry. I liked a lot of the character development of Aliens. Like, I agree. I agree. Cameron knows how to write emotion, and he should do it more. I I actually liked Michael Bain more in this than I liked him in Terminator One, and I didn't dislike him in that movie. I but I liked him more. I found I found myself rooting for this guy more than I found myself rooting for Kyle Reese. If that makes any kind of sense. I mean, there. Sort of, I guess they're they're different characters. <laughs> no, of course they're different characters. But like, I I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I I really don't. No, I don't. I really don't see your point. Like in terms of like rooting for Kyle Reese as opposed to rooting for Corporal um, Hicks. Hicks, yeah. I will say that I think it's more believable that Michael Bean is a uh, is a soldier in Aliens as opposed to a soldier in. Terminator because maybe that's what made me root for I don't know you know you should check out the abyss I've mentioned it a couple times you have like you really should like 
because it, it's it's another Cameron film. It's another special effects film. It's an interesting story. And a lot of it is not just action and it's it's real like emotion. So sure. Michael Bean gives probably one of his better performances of his career because he eventually becomes a villain throughout the film. Right. So you get to see a different layer of of Michael Bean. Um I I mean I love the fact that like the uh, the uh character of Hicks is just like he's so used to like combat that he's the one who falls asleep when they're about to drop them in like you know in the fucking ship and the you know the the not helicopter helicopter right you know ev- everyone else is pumping themselves up he's just like this is time for a nap god damn it like i don't know when i'm going to nap again mm-hmm. uh and as for bill paxton i'll give you another little bit of detail uh lance henriksen and james cameron devised a ploy to do the knife trick on Bill Paxton without Bill Paxton knowing what was going to happen. Okay. So his reaction is legit. There you go. But what you don't see is that Lance Henriksen accidentally did nick Bill Paxton in during the shooting of that Oops. scene, which may have attributed to Bill Paxton's actual terrified reaction be like, this already happened, man. You gotta fucking do it again. This is bullshit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously they used a fake knife, but like... Sure. Um, but uh, Vasquez, the Hispanic uh, soldier, the yeah. one with the turret and everything, do you know who that is? Uh, it says here, Janet Goldstein. Okay. That's John Connor's foster mother in T2. No. Mm-hmm. Alrighty then. Talk about like 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 a fucking actress. Yeah. Like, she did not look at all no. like how she does in T two as opposed to aliens, like at all. Gotta give her credit, man. Yeah, and, and it also I mean not totally complaint, but it also shows the, the, the real nepotism on Cameron. Like he just he goes back to the same well. All the fucking time. Like, I'm not saying well, that in a bad way, but it just, you know. And a lot of directors do it. I get it. But, like, he seems to like, really, you know. I think I think his logic is, you know, anyone who can handle working with me more than once deserves to get paid. Yeah. And if you can't, <laughs> you know? if you can't, i.e. Leo, you know. I don't, yeah, I guess Leo and he never worked again, but I don't, I don't believe know if so. there's any issue between the two of them. Oh, I was really kind of making a joke more than actually uh, fucking uh, uh, Ed Harris will not work with Cameron again. What did they do? A lot. They did The Abyss. Okay. So, like, honestly, The Abyss is like, was such a trouble production that, like, the majority of the people refused to work on with James Cameron ever again. <laughs> like, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio never worked with Cameron again. Um, I'm blanking on a lot of the cast members because I've only seen The Abyss once. Sure. But like, people legit like had the worst time on that film, and Ed Harris actually like at legit drowned at one point because well, all the whole thing's in tanks and underwater. Well, you know, well, and, the fact that we haven't seen Michael Bean or Bane or however you say his name in fucking Avatar, you know. I think that's just because of bankability. I don't think Michael Bean is really, apart from Mandalorian, I haven't really seen him do anything. By the way, the he, of Cameron's a writer on something that I saw that I really enjoyed too, and I didn't realize he was a writer on. Um, okay. 
I'm trying to see if he's directed it too. Give me two seconds here. I want to see. He didn't direct it. He only wrote it. But it's um, Alita Battle Battle Angel. Oh yeah, I knew that. Uh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Maybe you did, but I didn't. So Cameron Cameron is able to write little things like he. When you see Predator, you will kind of think this is this feels like a James Cameron film. It's not a James Cameron film, but he had like little influences here and there. Like he he recommended that the predator alien have mandibles. He's like, I've never, I've always wanted to see a creature with mandibles. So like, I, th- I just think like if it was an eighties film and it's an age action type of thing or, or sci-fi oriented, I think Cameron was like given like, Hey Cameron, what's your, what's your take on this? Like, the only, you know, yeah. The only other n- n- name that stands out for me that I recognize from the abyss is Chris Elliott. Oh, that's right. I forgot who Chris Elliott was on that. Um, there's a bunch of other people here, but I've never heard of any of these people. So fair enough. Um, all right. So back to aliens. Um, what did you think of the relationship between Newt and, uh, Ripley? I got it. Especially uh, like you said, you know, you brought up the point about how she was just told before they go back or, or six months before they go back out there that, you know, you know, your, your daughter died two years ago while you were, stuck in cryostasis because your ship went off course or what whatever right you know um because of course an alien got on board you know mm-hmm. so um but uh oh no that was three wasn't it i'm sorry mm-hmm. yeah that which was is three. yeah and the the relationship and the character of newt was so well received that everything you complained about for dark fate is what people were complaining about for Alien 3. What, did they the kill her? They killed her and Hicks, and they did it off-screen, and it was just such a fuck-you kind of thing. Like, Yeah, I'm not going to sit there and tell you I love that. I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say, or that I'm even kind of okay with it. Like, I, yeah, it was like, yeah, why, why, why do that? By the way, she's had two acting jobs her entire career. She's a teacher now. Well, she, she just acted last year, believe it or not. R- Really? Mm-hmm. A thing called Thunder Island. She plays mm-hmm. a union worker. It looks like it might even be an animated thing, so maybe it's a voice. It doesn't say voice, but maybe that's what she did. I don't know. Um, well, she, she uh, from the best of my knowledge, she's British, which is why Newt has, in some scenes, has a slight British accent. And yeah, because she was what? Like, yeah. Eight or nine. Um it came but, out yes. in 86. She was 10. Okay. Depending on when they shot. So Sure. Um, but she's from Florida, so you're wrong about the British thing. Really? She's from Panama City, Florida. <laughs> but was she raised in England? Cause... Uh, no. No. Really? I'm double checking, but uh don't believe so. I could have sworn. First off, she has a fucking English accent. Uh, I could have sworn that she was like born in England and shit. That's fucking crazy to me because the the internet lied again. No. Fucking bullshit, man. Hold on. I'm, bullshit, I'm double man. Hang on. Apparently, she's still friends with Sigourney, though. According to oh that. yeah. I don't blame them. I think no, I, I don't blame it, them either. It's a question more of like, 
why did Sigourney like not fucking put her foot down with like the opening scene of Alien Three? Being like, no, dude, what the fuck? Why did you? You don't like Michael Bean was pissed. Like he was really fucking hurt and offended they killed off Hicks in such a fucking way for Alien well, Three. All right. First, uh, do, do you think it's possibly just a fuck off to to Cameron? Mm, I don't think it was intended to be a fuck off to Cameron. I think they were just trying to like switch up the whole thing as much as possible. Okay. And, but I I think it was a bad risk, as far as I'm concerned. It didn't help the story. And like your argument, the difference between the John Connor Dark Fate thing and this one is that we had had a plethora of John Connor. We had had a whole plethora of of John Connor stories and blah, blah, blah. Well, not just that, and, but Connor's so pivotal to the entire uh, franchise. Like, that character right. is, you know, whereas, like, Newt, with all respect to, to Carrie Han, is not pivotal to what happens with the aliens. You know what I mean? So. All right. I did find something about the actress playing Newt. Her name is Carrie, Carrie Han. Yeah. I, I just uh, said that. Spent many years of her childhood residing in England. Because of that, she had adopted piece of pieces of English accent, which can be noticed in some of her lines and aliens. Okay. So uh, we, I was half right. Sure. Um, but that's that's my point is that John Connor is integral to the franchise. Yes, I understand your point of Dark Fate. I did not say you're wrong. I just said like I understand that's I, a first. I just I mean, no, it's not. I've I've acknowledged when you're right. You know, it's not often, but it's when you know when you're right, you're right. Um, but for for the character Newt, it's just, it was such a that to me was like she didn't have a fucking chance, man. No, I, I, yeah, I I didn't quite get it either. It didn't make a whole lot of sense to me, and and I I didn't fully understand the need to do it either. You know, I just took also, it as they didn't want the character, the actors to return for one reason or another, and you know, so and. And depending on which version you're watching, because like Alien Three has extended cut as or the assembly cut, and enough has changed. Like in the theatrical cut, the alien bursts out of a dog. Okay, I don't. In the, extended, I don't... the assembly cut, it's an ox. Yes, it was. It was an ox on the one that I saw. So that right, yeah. So. There were there was confusion as to how the face hugger got in Alien Three in the first place. Like the whole thing of like, well, there was an egg it, on the ship. Somehow an egg got on the the ship. It wasn't an egg. It was just a face hugger. No, on well, on the version that on the extended version, there's an egg and it comes out of the egg that's on the the ship. Okay, so the theatrical cut is just a face hugger slipped in. No, well, yeah, I mean, it's still that, but the face, the it came in with somehow the egg got on. Right. It, it, all right. You know, let's I'm just telling you what's there. I'm not arguing for it. You know? Sure. I just anticipate we're going to have a lot to talk about for Alien 3. So, like, was there anything else on Aliens? Like, no, oh, the I, introduction of the fucking queen? That was like, that was interesting, yeah. And they, they you know, getting into the diffuse, they, they retconned the fuck out of that pretty quickly. It felt like, or, it, in or what way? not retcon it, but they they definitely like mod it pretty heavily going forward. Like it, it's a very different kind of thing. Cause it, like I, I forget who says it. I want to say it was Bill Paxton's character 
Um, you know, it's like a queen bee. Mm-hmm. And it it it's not like that by the future incarnations of the queen after three. That's all I'm saying. Like, what do you mean? What you mean? You're talking specifically of resurrection. I'm I'm trying to remember what resurrection. I feel like it was another because the thing I read was that the queen's been in every movie except uh, which one? I just lost it. But it was it was, well, it, it was a one that it, it's not in the first one. The first one's the only one it's not in, according to what I did, I read on the trivia. That's that's not true because it's not in Prometheus. It's not in Alien Covenant. I'm just going on what it said, and there is a and, version of it in Covenant. There is, and that's that's what I was talking about. It, it, there's a big thing that has these little little mini face huggers like bursting out out of it all over the place. In that's, Covenant, yeah, or no, is that three? That's in three, isn't it? That's in three. Uh, I think you're confused. No, because Alien Covenant, the majority of I said it's three. I corrected myself. Oh, in Alien Three, the only one the the only queen that's in three is the one in Ellen Ripley's chest. So okay, well, there's, a, there's another there real big one that's shooting out little mini fucking face huggers too. I believe me, I remember seeing it going, uh, "What the okay. fuck is this?" But what? All right, because that may have been an extended cut of a film, and I didn't rewatch it. So like you, but that if that's in three, then that's that's my point is assembly cut and the theatrical cut are so fucking different that like you could be you and I could be like arguing in circles be like well no that didn't happen in this fucking movie and I'm like well wait, it did in th- wait, this fucking you, movie you and I would argue in circles on Potescu? No. Yeah but but specifically <laughs> Alien 3 would make us like fuck arguing in circles we'd be arguing in fucking like trapezoids and shit. <laughs> uh, like uh, it would be- ellipses. Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking like inf- it would just be the infinity sign it would be the fucking <laughs> alien the ripley eight and we're just yeah. arguing through a fucking loop uh, oh my God. that'll be that'll be aliens eight it'll be also arguing for the next <laughs> fucking three hours on the one scene i mean the way uh, the franchise is going they might as well just call it like alien infinity just yeah. let fucking be done with it right. um but yeah, the the Queen concept was a was a thing that Cameron he before he signed on to Aliens, he had a spec script of something he was writing and he titled it Mother. And it was like essentially what we got with Aliens, but then he alien he alienated it, essentially. He alienated it. But he not alienate, he alienated that. Yeah, Cameron alienating himself or something <laughs> from other uh Maybe that maybe Sigourney when she delivered "Get away from her, you bitch" was just like her talking to Cameron about him with the other actresses, right, like right. Just, just terrorizing them. And... Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> Jesus. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Wait a minute, I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah. Wait, here it is. Dear Luke. Have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years, because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Who am I? Naomi is the new hit series that's got all the buzz. You have power I have never felt before. Critics are calling it unbelievably charming. Captivating. A delight to watch. Casey Walpole couldn't be more perfect as Naomi. You ready? 
The question is, are you ready? Get ready to see why. I don't know what is happening to me. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? Naomi, only tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50, Washington CW. Three I liked. I liked the whole prison thing. Okay. I kind of dug it. I, I, the, I, I think... If I'm going to take a stab in the dark here, even if it's on a subconscious level, Rico, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I think one of the biggest problems you have with it is the whole religious twist. Not really. Um, because I don't... I, I understand... The, the Alien 3, I just felt like, was too nihilist for me. Okay. It's not so much the religious aspects. It's just the... It's just a bleak, bleak, bleak fucking movie. And well, it is. I mean, but was it supposed to be like cheery and fucking rainbows? I mean, what did you want? I mean, I mean, look, Alien and Aliens have a alien or multiple aliens taunting and stalking and chasing and killing people. And there's still a little bit of beacon of hope. Whereas this film just gave off the impression like, Everyone's gonna die. Like, doesn't matter. Like, you know. Well, and I think, I think when you have a franchise like this, you need to change that kind of thing up a little bit. So that I don't really have a problem with. I, yeah, I think it's just personal taste, and also sure. I, I think Fincher had. I think I don't like the film in part because I sympathize with Fincher because he was a first-time director and he just got pretty much career raped trying to express his vision and i mean it's not like he's disappeared into you know true uh, but it almost ended like he had to really fight to get seven and honestly a lot of it was attributed to sigourney weaver sigourney weaver was one of the few people to like stand up to the studio for fincher he he well, said I would never have gotten through Alien Three if it wasn't for Sigourney Weaver. Well, and that and that's a credit to Sigourney, but I, I but and I I guess maybe why I, listen I didn't know any of this going into it, but like maybe that's one of the reasons why I like it. I I I have not seen that I can think of off the top of my head, and I'm trying to pull up his thing now a Fincher movie that I, I don't like. I don't. Well, you know, I like Zodiac. I like Gone Girl. I like Seven. I like Social Network. I love Fight Club. Um, you know, I'm looking at his directing credits now. I'm sure there's stuff on here I haven't seen. You know, which is fine. Uh, but that other flick he did, uh, Curious Case of Benjamin Button. I didn't see that, so I can't speak to it. I'm, I'm not saying uh, I, I won't like it, but you know, or I'll that I'll you know immediately. Looks like he's done a lot of music videos. Um, like think, a lot of music videos. He's still doing them. Started. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, I like Zodiac. Like I said, girl, girl with the dragon tattoo. I know you've got that problem with that, that one scene, which I understand the why. So right. I'm not you're, arguing you're, you're that. You're supposed to, ha- yeah, you're supposed to have a problem with that scene. Right. Exactly. Uh-huh. But I'm um, saying is like, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it. He's only done one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven movies that have actually come out. The rest have all been short. Hmm. You know, he and it's his, he picks his films well. It's and I mean, let me just do the let me just do the because I can launch these quick. It's fast. It's Alien Three, which to your point was his first film. You know, uh, oh, I'm sorry. There's one I missed, but there's seven. There's the game. 
Oh, and yeah. The game I've never seen, so I can't speak to it. But, I mean, just looking at the cast real quickly, I'm pretty sure I'd fucking like it. You know, It's good and weird. Well, so they're all fucking good and weird. That's the thing. But, like, I mean, so... Uh, oh, and there's one more I missed. Panic Room, which is one I haven't seen, but I've heard nothing but good things about. Yeah, that's good. You know, uh, Zodiac, which I know you fucking love. Yep. Benjamin Button, Social Network, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Gone Girl, and a thing called Mank. Mank's the one I know nothing about. I don't know that one yet. But it's Gary Oldman. Uh, 1930s Hollywood is reevaluated through the eyes of scathing social critic and alcoholic screenwriter Herman Mankiewicz as he races to finish the screenplay of Citizen Kane. So it's the... Uh, oh, yeah. I guess it's a Citizen Kane biopic-ish? Yeah, essentially. Um, that sounds awesome. I'm not going to lie. I would totally watch that. Uh, Amanda Seyfried, Lily Collins, Gary Oldman, and Fincher's the, the director, and Jack's the writer. Yeah, enough, enough said. Yeah, I mean, so I know I know that's right up your alley, and I'd probably watch it just because it's Fincher, you know. Right. So, um, if it's Fincher directing and it's Citizen Cage, just call it Rose Blood, right? Um, but to the point that I was trying to make, and I and I got myself distracted, so that's no, it's not a thing. But like, you know, I think that might be why I like this so much because I just there's nothing he's made that I'm like, Ugh. you know what I, I mean. I want to stress that I have nothing against the shooting of the film. Like the cinematography is great. Oh, I, and yeah. I just, I just don't understand why the choice to kill Hicks and Newt was so mandatory. Like you could have had them in the film. Like if you're going to kill them in three, give them at least a little bit more of a respectful death, in my opinion. Sure. Um, and I. Like, there was, you know, uh, Charles S. Dutton is a great actor, um, and I fucking love Charles Dance. We've talked about this numerous yep. times, on, especially in The Last Action Hero. He was another actor I was like, I get they're trying to, like, shake up everything, but I would have preferred that he had lasted a little fucking longer in the film. It just, sure. Um, especially when you got, he, you know, Overnight Bob making it to the end of the fucking movie. Overnight Bob. Remember, remember when we watched Pirate Radio? The guy that ends up being the kid's dad. Yes, Bob. is yeah. that that fucking actor? That's the guy who plays eighty-five, or eighty, whatever, whatever they called him. Is that him? Mm -hmm. Holy fuck! I kept trying to place that guy. Okay, that's, that that's makes him. A lot and he's been in other stuff too, and he's good. But I mean, that's the one where I know him the most from. So he's also um, um, the head roadie in Wayne's World too. It's the same guy. I was just, yeah. yeah, I was just about to mention that, but it, it doesn't his his performance is so fucking different i mean i was like i know this fucking guy how the fuck <laughs> do i know this guy but i didn't look him up so um I, I one of the things i liked is i dug sigourney's fucking you know head shave and she even like they had to do reshoots so they had to shave her head again and she's like sure for more money and then they're like oh you're actually serious so they had to like give her like another like ridiculous amount of money to shave her head whereas like most people just have to do that for their role. But she like, she had started becoming more uh, integral of how the franchise was going to move forward and, and was starting to become a producer mm. and she was starting to get her leeway and, and, and clout with the studio where she's like, sure, I'll shave my head. Not a problem, but you're going to pay me like another 50 grand. Sure. Which is ridiculous. 
I uh, I I mean, because you think about uh, Natalie Portman. From what I understand, I don't think she even flinched at it for doing for uh, V for Vendetta. I think I think yeah, I think you might have a point. I think there are certain actors that are just like I'm doing it because it sounds awesome, and especially for women, a lot of women are like I I will only shave my head for a role, but it's something I've always wanted to do. Like I I secretly think a lot of women. I don't secretly think. I think women secretly wish they could shave their heads and have it be accepted. I think it's something that every woman wants to try. Um, but I think they're kind of nervous about how it would look. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of that other girl who did it for Empire Records, too. She's also from The Craft, I think. I'm trying to remember who that was. Um, I have to look it up now because that's going to irk me. Empire Records? I, yeah. um Well, The Craft is just basically like four cast members so yeah it's, it's uh, and i might i might be wrong about the craft so give me two seconds here but i okay. i know she's I, in a I witch have... she's in a witch movie and it's not something like can't be like hocus pocus like it's a, it's a craft type is is it practical magic i don't remember so okay. but i am tell you in two seconds gonna have it now it is that's jane renee zoliger robin tunney is the actress okay and she was also in. Oh, she's in the she, craft. She, I thought she so. is in the craft. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I thought so I was she saves kid. her head in Empire Records. She does. Yeah. Okay. On camera, like. But that's w- that's my point. Is that I think Sigourney was like when it was presented to her, she's like, "Fuck yeah, I totally do. I've always wanted to do that." And then it's like, "Oh well, I still want to have my hair. So if you want me to do it, then I'm gonna like you're gonna I'm gonna send you a bill, you know, essentially." Well, and according to the thing I was just reading, she had a, her daughter was two at the time, and her daughter was like kind of creeped out about her daughter, her mother being bald. So she was she, like, she had to wear a wig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, look, man, I I just thought Alien Three was just not really the way to go in, especially after Aliens. I don't mind that as a story, and I have nothing against the director or the. Or whatever version it is, whether it's at a fucking ox or a fucking dog, the alien. I will say the 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 the, the computer imagery did not. It does not age well. I wish they would have done less computer graphics and more practical effects sure. for the alien. Um, um, really, really quickly, Rico, just so you're paying her more money. Uh, apparently. So the 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 all the people being bald, bald, like all the convicts being bald, was Fincher's idea. And according to this, she actually said she was joking, but they ultimately paid her anyway. Like they gave her the extra. Like it wasn't like you have to right. give me. It was more of like, well, I'll do it if you pay me. Ha ha. You know what I mean? And she was probably going to do it anyway because according to this, she loved the idea. So right. you know, just to your point of like, yeah. You know, they want to do it anyway. So. Um, yeah, I really don't have a whole lot more to say. I, I didn't, like, let me put it this way. In order to get to fucking Alien Resurrection, you kind of had to get Alien 3. Like, whether you liked Alien Resurrection or not, everything that happens in Alien 3 set it up. Oh, for she... sure. No, it, it's definitely a pull. The 4 is definitely a pull off of 3. There's no question about right. it. I, I, I have a real... I don't know. I I guess we're moving on. Not that I'm well, saying. Well, no. I, if you have shit to say, no. About I mean, I really don't. Were... I just I just dug everything about the film. Like I really did. Like it's it, it was hard for me not to actually leapfrog it over too. 
when I was ranking stuff. Like it was like I really enjoyed it that much. I'm not saying it's the best one in the franchise, but I'm not I'm not, you know, but again, when we do those rankings, it's about our personal enjoyment level, right? So, no, I'm just saying that more for the audience. But I mean, like, you know, so you know, I I I won't sit here and tell you from a from a film perspective it's the best one in the series, but it might actually the more I'm thinking about it, be just over, but it would it would just flip flop. Like I'm not moving aliens down to like, you know, four, you know, or something like that. But you know, it would just flip flop. But I I just dug the whole the whole thing, and I, and I really, I guess I guess part of it comes from, uh, uh, just being such a Fincher Fincher fan. Really, is what I think it boils down to. You know, I, I agree with you. There was no yeah. need to kill off Hicks. I agree. There was no need to kill off Newt. I thought that was kind of shitty too. I don't. I was not as negatively impacted by it as you seem to have been, and I'm not saying that in any other way except just a just a separation in in our uh, perspectives on it. But I but I don't disagree that it was really not a need to do it. You know, so I. I think it just it just hit me the wrong way, and I really and I get tried. It. And I and to to our usual disagreements on franchises and films and everything, I really honestly am not that bent out of shape that you like Alien Three. I'm not like like it was kind of going to be a hit and miss where I was like, you could fucking like Alien Rex- Resurrection as an example, or you could fucking hate it, right? Because you throw me curveballs, but I, for Alien Three. I half expected it to for you to be making it your number one. Like I really kind of it's, expected it. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm like I was just saying a few minutes ago. I'm actually the more yeah. I'm thinking about it, I might actually flip the two. You know. Well, um, the but I don't like when you and I disagreed on Genesis and Dark Fate. That really was more of like how the fuck can you look at it that way? Like that that I cared more about that argument than I do about this argument. Sure. Like I acknowledge Alien 3 is really just whatever you however you feel about it, whatever version you are promoting, fuck it. Say lobby. I do I did I didn't really like the ox thing more. I like I kind of prefer the dog thing. It was And maybe I'll go awful. back and watch the Original, it's just pretty, to see the it's difference. pretty fucking gross. I'm not gonna lie. Well, it wasn't but, exactly know. pleasant with the ox either, but yeah, but there's a difference. Like his man's best friend, there's steak. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, true. Um, I, you know, earlier you asked about rewatching. I, the more I think about it, I think this would probably be the one I would if I was gonna throw one in, mm-hmm. just for the sake of watching one. It would probably be three. I, I will acknowledge one of my favorite things of Alien Three was bringing. Henriksen back, you know, fucking uh, Bishop. Uh, yeah, and I not, thought that was a not cool... just Bishop, but also the original, like the the model for Bishop, essentially. Right, and then also saying like, and then when he's like, you know, could you please kill me now because it would be better. And like, I thought that was kind of, I don't know why it was, it was eerily, eerily like, okay, I'm, 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 yeah, you know, like poetic, very, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they gave him a fucking like real death. They couldn't give it to fucking Michael Bean. Yeah, I, listen, I'm not. I'm, again, I don't. I don't. I don't. No, no, I'm just like, God damn it, fuckers! Well, like, yeah. <laughs> and more for the audience, I don't disagree with your perspective on those two characters. I just, I'm just not as vehemently anchored by it and feel like as you are 
se recomienda las dosis de refuerzo de la vacuna contra el COVID-19 para ciertas personas. Para más información, visita vaccinate.virginia.gov o llama al 877-829-4682. Mensaje del Departamento de Salud de Virginia. If dog people made dog food, it wouldn't be sold in a 50-pound bag in the hardware aisle by the shoe polish. It would actually be food. It would be made with real, fresh meat and veggies gently cooked to preserve their nutritional value. You know, like food. The Farmer's Dog was created by dog people who cook and deliver fresh, healthy food. Try the Farmer's Dog and get fresh, pre-portioned meals tailored to your dog's needs. Tell us about your dog, build your plan, and get 50% off at thefarmersdog.com slash listen. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen. But um, I let's let's talk about the flaming horse turd that is resurrection. Because I I disagree, but uh, um, I've been talking for a while, so I'll let you fucking take the lead on this one. Well, I think it starts for me with the the director, honestly, because um, and I'm probably gonna say this wrong. And I'm not doing it to be an ass. I'm probably just going to fuck it up. But it's Jean-Pierre Genou. Is that... I think that that sounds right. That sounds you know. right. Um, I won't say what I said to you in the text that I sent you uh, <laughs> about it. Uh, but... Uh, I got to double check what you texted me about it. Uh, so as we mentioned, these four films, the, the, the first four. So one, two... You know, Alien, Aliens 3, and then Resurrection. Uh, three of the four were introduced by the directors. And and Jean-Pierre, and I'm going to stay with that just because I'm going to fuck up the last name again, uh, comes on screen and in the first 10 seconds goes, this is not the director's cut. If you want the director's cut, you already saw it because I fucking shot the director's cut. You want a director's cut, go somewhere else. That's basically what he said. Okay. And it's like, well, go fuck yourself, dude. Like, first off, I've never heard of you. I've never heard of anything you've done since then. And, uh, yeah, go fuck yourself. Because I don't give a shit about you or your filmmaking. And then I watched the film, <laughs> and it's got the biggest B-cast film I've seen in years, with the exception of Winona Ryder. Because, especially at that point, Perlman was still b you know, and I'm not 100% sure he's A-list even now. And I fucking love Hellboy, so don't don't get me wrong. But... Uh, okay. And it, it's way overacted. It's way over cliche. And it, I wanted to literally punch every one of these characters, except Ripley, in the face multiple times, including Winona Ryder, because her character was equally as annoyingly stupid. All right. Uh, I don't disagree. Uh, especially, I, I felt like Winona Ryder was really just not necessary. Um, I, I do, I do kind of agree. I like Winona Ryder as an actress. I do. No, I do too. I love Winona yeah. Ryder. I've seen her in a bunch of stuff that I absolutely love her in. But she was terrible in this. It, it was. It was not a very good role, and it was not a very good. I don't. I. I honestly don't know if any other actress could have improved on Call. Um, this is the as, only thing he's he's shot four fucking things that that have been in America. Five, five things in America, and this is the only one of any kind of like n caliber. Yeah. So fuck off. Uh, first and foremost, 
we have to acknowledge that the writer was Joss Whedon. And you cannot that, deny yes. this has a very Joss Whedon fucking uh, feel to with, it. With without question and maybe and maybe maybe that without having really thought about it, maybe that played a role in my dislike of it too. Even you know? well, that's the funny thing, is like you like you're kind of jumped on board with me about the fuck Joss Whedon thing. Well, because more you, about you, his you, MS as a person. Well, the, yes, definitely as a person, but like you've got me to look at like, like, and some of the stuff you hear about, like the 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 uh, falling on the boobs trope that he see. I'm so happy. That I was waiting for that to happen when I saw Joss Whedon writer. I was like, okay, who's falling on Ripley's chest? Like that was the first <laughs> thought I had. Like who's landing on Ripley with her face in her in her tits? Like, mm-hmm. and it didn't happen. And I was actually nope. really kind of happy that it didn't happen you know but you know you know even joss whedon said that this was not the like he said every every line like he, he's like that's my script but they they completely fucked the tone like he said for every Alien line was delivered or com- for for this or something else for, for resurrection okay even though it screams joss whedon like honestly this is really the show Firefly and the movie Serenity, but really fucking R-rated. Which I've That's never really, seen either of them. So, honestly, like, like I'm, I'm kind of, I know I'm pissing off a lot of Firefly fans, and I, <laughs> and I like the show Firefly, and I like Serenity, but the, it really is very similar in the sense that you have a ragtag team of fucking like pirates essentially, and it's just like you, it would not be much of a leap to imagine the Firefly crew going up against this Betty crew. Uh, I <laughs> First off, I'm surprised you weren't like freaking out the fact that the captain was the fucking villain of the crow. I thought you would have liked him in this. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, I do. I do like him. And actually, I keep forgetting he's in the Crow. I think of him more from fucking uh, Robin Hood than I do from the Crow. He's, he's, oh, that's right. He's he's, Robin he's uh, guy guy of Gisborne in that. He's movie. also in the Disney Three Musketeers movie that I told you about with like Charlie Sheen and all. Yeah, the which I've seen part of like a long time ago. But but when I was a kid, I thought it was Val Kilmer. <laughs> like, they look, especially back then, they look similar enough. Well, you know what? And that's funny you say that because there's a character in Prometheus. Yeah, that I almost thought they brought him back to play, like, a different character. You're talking about the guy from Resurrection, or are you talking about Val Kilmer? Oh, no, no, I'm talking about this guy. Uh, where's his, where, I'm losing. Michael Wincott or something? Uh, I'm trying to find it. Hold on. Uh, yes, I thought they brought him back to play a character in Prometheus, because they're so, the two actors are similar, um, and... Ooh. And they're they're not though. So, well, who? Oh, uh, um, the character or the actor? The actor or the character? Well, I don't well, I don't either. know the actor's name, but I just call him the Shocker. Because he he plays the shock. He's the first Shocker in Spider Man Homecoming. Oh, I'm the Shocker. Oh, fucking! You mean do you mean the fucking guy that people confuse with Tom Hardy? Well, I also thought that too. I thought it was at first when I first saw him. I thought it was. I thought it was this guy. And then when I saw him a second on in, in this movie, like on when he first was on screen, I was like, or I first heard him talk. I think he talks before you see him. And when I heard it's, the voice, his his voice is very Michael Wincott. At least in this, it was. 
It's and, Travel. Yes, in, in, yeah. in Prometheus, it was. And then when you see him on screen, you're right. I was like, is that fucking Tom Hardy? Like, I did have to look that up. Yeah. That dude gets, he, his name is Logan Marshall Green, I think. I, yeah, he gets look. confused for Tom Hardy all the time. And he said, that's not an insult to me. No, it's certainly not. I, I, I don't think he should take it as an insult, honestly. But everyone was like, like when he was cast in Spider-Man Homecoming and then Tom Hardy was cast in Venom, they're like, what the fuck? Tom Hardy can't be Venom. He was in Spider-Man or, or whatever came out first. It was like the this the, the confusion. What did you say his um, name was? I just want to hear. I think it's Logan Marshall Green or something. That's exactly it. I, I thought I thought I heard you say Logan Michael Green. That's why I asked you to say it again. But I, I the, the other actor is Michael Wincott. So that's our, I think. Uh, no, you're right. That, so, yeah. That was my, like, honestly, though, the resemblance is so rampant when Logan Marshall Green was in a movie called Upgrade. From the poster in the trailer, I was like, fuck, yeah, this Tom this Tom Hardy movie looks fucking good. And thank fuck Tom Hardy learned how to enunciate for a movie. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, it's not him at all. Holy shit, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, but we'll get back uh, to Prometheus in a bit. But, yeah, right. um Look, I, I don't disacknowledge your views on resurrection, but in the same sense that you kind of are like, you have to look at Genesis as a what if. I kind of view this as a like, this is just a popcorn film. And oh, it, it is. Makes it a little bit more enjoyable on my. Also, but even Sigourney had a look the whole time. Like, why the fuck am I doing another one of these? No, but no, no, no. But see, that's my favorite part of the whole movie was her characterization as Ripley Eight. I fucking was so transfixed of the the constant, like, interfering with the DNA. Because let's face it, that's exactly what they would fucking do in the future. Oh, sure. If they caught, if they caught like, everything that they do in Alien Resurrection is exactly what they would, what the corporation or scientists would do. They'd be like, we're going to try and tame these fucking things. And also, in order to do that, we have to... We have to essentially lab, uh, like, make fucking Ripley from a lab... And cloner. Um, just for the record, Sigourney originally refused to do the fourth alien film. When asked why she did it, she replied they basically drove a dump truck of money to my house. So she had no desire to be in this fucking film. She had no desire to be in the film, but then she said that she's like, okay, but and again, she produced the fourth one. So she was like, okay, but I'm going to fucking have some creative control over this. So... The the characteristics of of Ripley eight, where it's like she's not Ripley and she's not an alien, but she's sort of a a, a, a hybrid of the two was pretty fucking fascinating to her as well as to me. I was blown away by like her empathy, like because as you watch it, you get the impression she could turn on these fucking crew any second. Because she's like, you know what? I feel bad I, for these aliens. I, I, I can see that, but she had too many of her memories and, and fucking, you know, the Adams family tax attorney freaking out about her having memories, uh, you know, was, I don't know. Dan Hedaya, um, I, yeah, yeah. the, the, the hairiest Nixon I've ever seen. They, uh, apparently paid her $11 million to do this movie, which was the entire budget of the first one. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Good for her. Like, if you're going to fucking be in a movie that, like, CJ doesn't like, you should get paid for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I Look, I uh, I acknowledge it is what it is, but I I also am confused about what your 
what the director of this film, Jean Pierre, French last name, said, where he's like, there is a, there's no director's cut. Because I'm like 99.9% positive that the first time I saw Alien Resurrection, it was an extended cut. It was on It HBO. is no, no, does a cut extend? This no, that's that's kind of my point. This cut exists. He's saying it's not the director's cut because the director's cut's the one that I put out in 1987. This is some bullshit that's not the director's cut. It's oh, basically what he's okay, saying. I misunderstood. Yeah, uh, I thought he was saying like it's not called an extended cut because the one you saw in theaters was the one that I like. Yeah, that's okay, exactly so, what he's saying. No, that's exactly what he's saying. Okay, yeah, this okay. this is this is. You know, this is so some really bullshit. The only two extended cuts that are really extended cuts and director's cuts are Alien and Aliens. And even, even I would say even Alien is not, because according to Ridley Scott himself in the intro, it's really just a cleaning up of some of the special effects. They didn't really change. There's like one or two pieces of dialogue, he said, but as a whole, the film is really not much different than the original release. Yeah, but Ridley Scott likes to fuck with his own cuts. Numerous a Blade Runner, anyone? No, I get no, I get it. But I'm just saying, based on what he said in the opening thing that precedes sure. that that version. Because the first time I saw Alien Resurrection, it opened with essentially a bug smacking the dude's windshield, and I was the opening of the theatrical cut. That's omitted. Okay. So 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 here's here's my point. I think the extended cut is kind of goofier. The, the theatrical cut's still goofy, but it's less. It's tone wise, it's maybe a little bit more reserved than the extended cut. So, if you were to ever force yourself to watch an Alien movie again, hmm. watch Alien Resurrection, but watch the theatrical cut, and maybe it might be a little bit more palatable for you. Yeah, maybe. I, maybe. I'm like fucking eighty percent sure that when it's like the bug smacks a windshield. And then it says written by Joss Whedon. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, that makes sense. Like, it's really like even the opening credits are very different than the, than the actual cut. So, um, Ron Perlman was fucking weird, but like, I kind of got it, especially if you're looking at like, if this is a creation of Joss Whedon, it makes fucking sense, especially in Firefly. He's got like wackadoodle fucking like you know, idiot guys in his crews and everything. And all the shows feature some jackass who's just not, who's just a little over the top. You said the only queen in this was the one in her chest, right? In Alien 3, to the best of my knowledge, yes. Oh, in 3. In 3, yes. Okay, okay. All right, I'll get, in, never mind. In, in, in Alien Resurrection, there's definitely a queen, but it's, it's, uh, and that's another thing that I liked, is that each movie takes the the zombie the alien genealogy and flips it every like you know we saw just a standard alien in the first one and then in aliens we saw basically a whole fucking pack a nest and then the queen and they were improved upon alien 3 was it's called the runner but it's nicknamed the dragon mm. because of the fucking dude screaming at the dragon the whole fucking movie and then alien resurrection just said fuck it. We're going to have like alien Ripley clones and hybrids. We're going to have a queen that fucking has a goddamn like womb essentially. Yeah. And, and then they're going to fucking the, the, the creature that is birthed is called the newborn. And is one of the worst creatures I've seen in cinema ever. What do you, all right. Can you explain it, what do you just, mean the worst? It's just poorly done. 
like really poorly done. Like, you know what it reminds me of? How well do you remember? No, and I'm not even making a joke right now. How much do you remember um, Big Trouble in Little China? Very, 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 very little. Okay. Next time you – I'm, I'm assigning you mini homework in between a regular homework because it's going to take an hour and a half of your life. Okay. Watch that movie. There's a creature in that movie that looks ex- – facially. I'm not talking about the whole thing, but facially speaking. looks exactly – I mean, exactly like this fucking embryo, whatever thing that you just called it, you know. Newborn. The newborn. It it really does. The difference between the two, for me, and I don't mean in the way they look, is that in, in Big Trouble Little China, the creature's supposed to be ridiculous because the whole fucking movie is ridiculous. Because it's supposed to be. Alien 4 is not supposed to be ridiculous. Although it comes off completely ridiculous. Well, it does, and that's kind of the point, and that just added to the ridiculousness of a movie that's not supposed to be. Like, if they had built it like the alien comedy film, then maybe I'm a little more on board. They didn't do that. Look, first and foremost, if they if they didn't want that, they should not have hired Joss Whedon. But Joss Whedon at the time was just like, oh, he's the geek who knows how to write. Sure. That's why they hired him. Sure. And he could write mean, dialogue, blah, blah, blah. Right, but he also primarily wrote for Roseanne up to that point. Well, maybe this was his first big thing. I mean, he also had, he had written Buffy. Sure. The movie, not even just the show. The show hadn't even come out yet. Um, or maybe it did. I, I want to when did when did Alien Resurrection come out? 97? 97, yeah. So they were within, a, they were around the same time. Maybe he had just, he was getting some work because, like, he was just starting Buffy. Um, so, I, look, I agree. I, I under, this is another one of those movies where I'm like, I understand your point of view. I kind of dug it, and I dug the, the, the fucking with the genealogy of everything. I kind of dug, like, let me see the weirdness. I will acknowledge that the version of the newborn you saw on screen, I don't know if you would have liked what Joss Whedon was initially planning. Probably because not. originally the skin was supposed to be pretty much tra- almost translucent and there was supposed to be red veins everywhere and that it was supposed to have both male and female reproductive like organs. So you would have seen an alien with a dick and then a vagina like underneath it. I don't know yeah. that I would. I don't know that I would have hated that as much. Well, I don't know. I don't know that I would have liked it, but I don't know I would have hated it as much as I hated what? this thing. Buddy, that says more about you than your criticism of the movie. Well, actually, I'm more. I'm more concerned about. I'm more thinking about the translucent red vein thing. Like that sounds more palatable than what we got. I'm not focusing more on the the hermaphroditic aspect of it. Yeah, uh, I. Look, I don't know, man. I, I kind of dug it. It made me kind of fucking, like, feel sympathy for a fucking, like, practical effect creature thing. No, I actually, it made me want it shot more. Like, I never wanted to see one of these scenes get its head blown off more than when I fucking saw this. And when it finally gets sucked through the window in the airlock, I was actively happy. Mm. I, I had a little bit more sympathy of it. I was just like... It, it and listen, I'm want... not I'm not an attractive person. I get it. As the ugly duckling, I understand, but that's not the point that I'm getting at here. Like it it, it ugh. I I just hated every I hated everything about this movie. <laughs> uh did you laugh as hard as I did when like Ron Perlman 
like swung himself up after shooting the alien upside down and then he sees a spider and goes ah and then shoots the spider you didn't find that funny i didn't laugh audibly at it but i was like okay that's kind of you know whatever i just like steph and i both looked at each other like that's exactly something that i would do if i was just like a crazy dude with a gun just like ah spider shoot i mean at this point though like even the guy in the wheelchair why didn't they just fucking cast clint howard like it's why Clint Howard? Did you never see him? You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, Ron Howard's fucking summer teeth little brother. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that dude. That what dude's meant. Him? That dude's meant to be not Clint, but that the character's meant to be a little, you know. And I feel like he plays that role well. That is the weirdest fucking way of saying like, "Hey, Clint Howard's an ugly dude. You should cast him." Dude, as an ugly he dude. won an award for being ugly on MTV's Movie Awards. And he, that sucks. Like that's that's not. He a single-handedly good thing. killed the award, though. You realize this? I forget. I have to look it up. But I forget what it was, but it, it, it's meant to be a joke award, and then he actually showed up to accept it. He was the first that's... person to show up for it, and it it fundamentally destroyed the award. I I I think that's that's awful, personally. He, well, like... he he embraced it. Like he he understood. Like he plays a character on the fucking. I think it's um. It's a Tales from the Crypt or no, um, Twilight Zone, I think. Mm-hmm. Or he's like this, like, twisted, distorted baby. Like, he he embraced it. Like, he knew why he got cast for that role. I mean, I I don't know. It's just a, I don't know. I hadn't, it was weird casting for the guy in the wheelchair. But I, that, that, that whole aspect was kind of weird. Also, the guy from CSI with the double hidden guns, that was kind of random. Look, I'm not saying Resurrection is a fucking perfect film. I would never say that. I think if they toned down a lot of the humor and and maybe had like a, a second shot at some of the creature effects, it would have been fine. Uh, but I also acknowledge it's not for everybody. Speaking of not for fucking everybody, ready to go to fucking Prometheus? Because like... I'll tell you, I'll give you a little bit of background. When Steph saw Prometheus for the first time, she went in cold. She had no clue. And for to be fair, a lot of people did not know that Prometheus was was a hidden alien prequel. Like, the title gave no information. I, I knew tr- it because I think it became a thing. Like, people... Yes. Yeah. But at the time, everyone thought, like, Oh, that looks fucking interesting. Ridley Scott's going to do a space movie. Like they, the the trailer and the promotional shit was basically uh, Ridley Scott comes back to, you know, the director of Alien. Like, oh shit, this is going to be good. And, also, but it was never intended publicly that it was going to be a prequel to Alien. I think I would have figured it publicly I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. I think I would have figured it out as soon as I saw the opening title shot though. Because the uh, the name that and the way that it fades in because it fades mm-hmm. in the same way Alien did. So I mean, I, I think I, I would have figured it out there, but I think true fans would have figured it out once the the figure from Alien that has kind of been referred to as the space jockey. You remember when they before they see the eggs, they see that humanoid thing sitting at the control panel. In what in in Prometheus? In Alien. No, I don't remember the humanoid thing in Alien. I'm not saying I disagree. I just don't remember it. Okay, so I'll remind you. Uh, before Kane falls into the eggs, right? 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Real quick, just to touch on it in general. That's what I'm saying. The, the thing, it, it, maybe it's editing more than anything, but the way it cut around, it really felt. I found it hard to follow the whole film, and so maybe that's why I don't remember this. But anyway, go ahead. Okay, so they see, they're in the giant fucking the the Ho- hort, the the horseshoe yeah. ship. Yeah. So obviously that's the same horseshoe type ship that the engineers have in Prometheus and Alien Covenant. What you see is a big ass figure sitting at a control panel with a helmet and they sit, they comment like, Oh, something erupted from him from the inside out. He's completely like fossilized at that point Mm. in alien. Okay. So that's supposed to be an engineer. Okay. And honestly, and uh, again, I, for the audience and you know this, I have seen alien versus predator. Having never ever seen this franchise or the Predator franchise, I actually have seen the first AVP, mm-hmm. um, and almost and and we'll get into the details on this. I understand when we get to Alien versus Predator, but if I recall a little bit, and I, and I bring this up because I do have a point, so just go with me here. Okay. But if if I recall from having seen it at a one point, and I might have this backwards, so please just bear with me. But the Aliens were like the slaves of the predators, or it was the other way around. Do I have it backwards? Is it the other way around, no. or might? Um. So might wait. That that's all I need to say. If you're just telling me, I mean, if I've got the minutia wrong, then that's fine. We'll deal with it when we get to that franchise. But based on that general knowledge base, I honestly thought that the thing in Prometheus was actually an alien, like an old alien. I'd, initially, when you see like the big helmet thing you know like i was like that's you know i bet you that's a predator you know oh i see what you're saying um just to go forward with the this conversation the only time honestly alien versus predator is now kind of its own separate timeline essentially okay like what you see because the 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 math doesn't work the years don't work that's right don't work in this franchise either so. Well, but if you're <laughs> if you're trying to connect the predators with the aliens, it only works with Alien versus Predator, and even hinted at in Predator Two. You'll see what I talk what sure. I'm talking about when you sure. get there. But if you are trying to shove the predators in the Prometheus Alien timeline, it won't work because I wasn't necessarily trying to shove no, anything, but I'm just saying it. It looked. No, no, I'm yeah. I'm not saying you are. I'm oh, saying okay, okay. you, the general you. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, if people are trying to like figure out the math of this and the timeline, sure. Uh, Alien versus Predator is like set in 2004, and it implies, and we'll get there when we get there in a couple of episodes, that they've been doing this ever since the fucking Aztecs. But if you're going into this, the alien mythology that David, the android, is the one who basically created the fucking modern day xenomorph based on on what you see in Alien Covenant, okay. then that doesn't make any fucking sense because that's in the future. So it doesn't... You see what I'm saying? Like, there's two... Like, either the aliens existed thousands of years ago or David the android created them th- like a thousand years or two thousand years from now. See what I'm saying? Or a oh, hundred years or two hundred years or three hundred years from now. It doesn't work both ways. You You can't have your cake and eat it too. In this type of scenario. So you have to look at it as there's just different timelines. And depending what you like most, you get to enjoy that. Um, but as for... So what I was saying was that the the engineer 
that you see in Prometheus and Alien Covenant is really it really fucks with me because it kind of it changes its own mythology, which is really frustrating because Ridley Scott directed Prometheus and he also directed Alien. And you see a engineer get a like, you know, a fossilized engineer at the beginning of Alien with its chest burst open and it's just been there for who knows how long, right? Right. That's not what happens in Prometheus. You don't see that. You yeah, see I mean, an engineer I... have something ripped from its chest, but it's not a chest burster, and it's not even in the same fucking location. So, the... no, I thought it was the same LV blah 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 thirty seven whatever. It like... is, but it's not the same location. If Prometheus and Alien Covenant are setting up Alien, right? That. I mean, the rumor is there's supposed to be another fucking movie to really tie it in together. It, it, Ridley's got on his thing, Untitled uh, Alien Prequel, in production, right. pre-production. I, I've, so heard, I don't... I've heard it's supposed to be like Alien Awakening or some stupid shit, sure. but whatever. Then, it, but if you are looking at Prometheus and Alien Covenant as like, as of now, true, or even just wait, ignore wait, Alien wait, wait, Covenant. Wait, but what do you mean it's not the same place? Like, that's what I'm, I'm still unclear on the not the same place. Part. Okay. If the engineer that we see at the that dies at the end of Prometheus, right? He he's not sitting at a fucking like he's not sitting at the flight deck seat. Oh, that they it, see it, so when Alien you say you're not in the same same exact place in the ship is what you're saying. Correct. Okay. When you said I, I follow you, he's but on I, this, he's on the same planet, but he's like at least a mile away from where he was in another film. Miles are pretty far, pretty stretch, isn't it? Don't you think? Well, no, because the horseshoe ship, when the the engineer gets killed by the big fucking octopus, right, face hugger thing, right. That's in a that's in a separate little ship. That's not the horseshoe ship, right? That's the that's actually the original ship that they land in. I forget the and it's the like. The lifeboat that Vickers or whatever the fuck her name is has. Right. Yeah. So all, all I'm saying is like, if you, before Alien Covenant came out, if you're looking at Prometheus as the film to set up Alien, it, it really, it's like, it's like, God damn it. Like, it's essentially a prequel and a very slight reimagining. Like, if right, you but, just ignore that one little thing, then fine. It's a fucking real prequel. Right. So, uh, that's kind of what I was just about to say. It's not as much of, it's not. Because I do, I do remember thinking, to your point. So just backing you up, like I didn't yeah, notice yeah. those little new nuances that you you caught, like that. You know, he's not in the same you know spot or whatever. But right. you know, I did remember thinking this feels different because even the planets, like conditions, are are different. You know, it's the same place, but the, like the the environmental conditions or whatever are very different. You know, so what I found. I remember thinking like this is it's not as egregious as like the dark fate thing, but I could see why people would be kind of up in arms about there being kind of like a change. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the, more people were more up in arms and bent out of shape based on just as an example, how rapidly the face hugger impregnated the Hispanic guy in Alien Covenant. Damien Bashir, it, it literally barely attaches itself to it, and one guy cuts it off, and it burns the side of his face. Yeah, I remember. I remember thinking that was fast too. Like I actually remember. I remember one, well, not at the moment, because at the time I was like, "Oh, good, they got him off before 
he was right. able to, and then like ten minutes later, or whatever it is, like you know, a couple, well, a couple hours later, because they all went back to the ship, all safe and sound. I meant and then... ten minutes watching time, it, not sure. Yeah, the only argument that I've seen that makes sense is that well, this is not a traditional facehugger. This is a experimentation of David's. So it could have happened. It could have been a rapid acceleration. I mean, if I also don't remember them, unless I missed something when he got it cut off. Like why it burned his cheek? Like I see why it would burn his throat. Because if I remember correctly, they cut the tail to get him off, and so the the acid would have hit his throat region more than his like cheek, which is where it actually did hit him. I thought it hit it. I thought he cut off one of the legs. One of the, uh, one you, of the you might, fingers. you know what, Rico? I'm not, I, I don't remember it well enough to argue with you about it. And I don't care enough to be right. Sure. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, then it makes sense. But if I'm right, you got to get to give me that a little bit. If he cuts the sure. tail off, the, the, the acid, what? Because I got the impression he got the acid burn on the cheek from the attachment, not the cutting him off. That's no, how I. Acid. Yeah. Well, no, the acid, but I got the acid. I got the impression that somehow this thing excreted acid on him as opposed to bleeding acid on him, for lack of a better phrase. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, that's the other thing that, like, is not really mentioned that often. Like, going back to the first alien, uh, John Hurt is wearing a helmet yep. when the face hugger attacks him. Yep. And it and breaks it's like, through well, the helmet. Well, the the theory is, is that the face huggers are able to project acid to burn a hole to get inside. That makes sense. Yeah, because the alien xenomorphs themselves have the ability of spitting acid, right? Like an H three. So I think I think that's a it's just whatever. Yeah, but I mean that's that's like the whole engineer thing at Prometheus. That's that's really me nitpicking. I. I like I said two hours ago. I think it's one of the most. It's definitely the most visually, like, beautiful film. Yeah, uh, no, it absolutely is. No, it it absolutely visually is is stunning. And even though it comes out after, I I honestly think. Let me double check my my timeline here before I start speaking incorrectly. But I just need two seconds. It won't take me long. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. I don't care what he produced. I want to know what he directed. Thank you. Okay. Um, yeah, I was. I, I'm right. I don't think you get as beautifully visually shot the Martian without him like kind of testing it out on Prometheus, and it worked there sure. too. But like he got it right there, so that when he goes to shoot the Martian, he kind of knows how to. To do it, because honestly, and tell me if you disagree, The Martian feels like an alien film without the alien. That's, that's, I mean, because you get, Um, you get the storm. That's how Damien gets fucking stuck. The storm's almost identical. Yeah. You know, you get, you get the, the, the rowers are very similar. They're different, but they're similar. The suits are similar. The, you know, uh, the, the. The Martian is a little more, um, what's the word I was going to say? There's a little more levity in in the Martian for sure, but I think that's by design, so I'm okay with that. I got no problem Mm -hmm. with it, but you know. Um, Yeah, you make make a fair point, Uh, and that even goes with the whole point. Like when we got out that Ridley Scott was making another movie called The Martian, 
everyone assumed it was going to be a, an alien ripoff. And it, 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 and I don't, I wouldn't call it that, but it's got certain aspects, you know. It, yeah, I mean, but you see, it, it is an alien ripoff in the sense that, like, oh, he's making another sci-fi horror film, except he's just having it set on Mars. Fuck yeah. you, Ridley. And then, and then everyone's like, oh, wait, no, there was a book called The Martian. We should double-check our research. And, right. Oh, wait, and, what? And, yeah, but, I mean, he, he, you know, and we talk about this with filmmakers all the time, so I don't want to pick on Ridley Scott, but, like, you, you, you get good at something. You start carrying some of that through to other films that you do, even if it's not a direct, you know, like, I'm taking this piece or that piece. It's just, you know... You develop a style, you know, and, yeah. and, 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 and yeah. It, yeah. And, and I will acknowledge that he's definitely grown and he's improved things. Sometimes it doesn't work out. I didn't sure. fucking feel the need of whatever the fuck he did. Uh, Exodus or Noah. He did a lot of biblical fucking movies that were like really just not very good. Sure. Um, I mean, Gladiator is fine, but even Gladiator got a lot of criticism back what, in the day. Which there's a sequel to that coming apparently which which is my criticism of on the whole um yeah i did i i'm kind of with you we don't need don't call it gladiator just just fucking change the story just change enough the story and change the title to call it something different well and maybe i I mean i don't know but gladiator 2 might be a placeholder for a title they may not be calling it that i don't know but the rumor was that and i think i even told you this is that it was supposed to be like the possibility of russell crowe's character like battling in hell well, in, in, in the world of Greek Roman mythology, that's certainly fucking feasible. So, like, I'm okay with right. that. Right. But Russell Crowe does not look how he looks. No. no and, he... and then you're just like, so he aged in hell? And he got, like, sorry, Russell, but he got really fucking fat. I mean, I guess maybe he can, he can, uh, uh, I mean, if he works at it, Slip I guess down. he can get back in shape. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. Yeah, but then the next question is like, but he still looks 25 years, you know, or 20 years older. At that point, if you're going to recast it, you might as well just fucking change the whole goddamn story. Or you de-age him. I mean, fuck. Yeah, as for a whole fucking movie, that's expensive as shit. I got one name, Sam Jackson. And Sam Jackson was fine in Captain Marvel, but he's... He wasn't the main character. There are plenty of other extra scenes where you got Brie Larson talking to fucking Annette Benning and also talking to fucking Jude Law. Like, Samuel Jackson's in that movie, but I don't think he's in every scene. He's, like, second billing. Like... He's second billing, but he's on every fucking scene. Whereas... Okay, if, if you're, you're, you're nitpicking not... now, buddy. I love you, but you're nitpicking on me here a little bit. No, I'm not. I'm nit- I, if I'm nitpicking, it's the same al- amount of nitpicking that I fucking do every episode that you also fucking do. So fuck you. <laughs> anyway, back to, to the alien because none of these characters are going to be an alien or or any of the future alien films. Right. Let's um, get away from Roman mythology. Let's go back to Greek mythology. Prometheus. Oh wait, there's no Greek mythology in Prometheus. What a downer. <laughs> Actually, I do like the title, though, based on they tell that story about, yeah. you know, Prometheus and using that as a title of the of the ship and, and then kind of using that as the name. for. I was OK with that. I, I really didn't have a problem with it. You know, I wish they had kept going with that. The fact that it's called, yeah. the next one's called Alien Covenant really pissed me off because I there were people that rented it that thought it was a 
true sequel to Alien Resurrection. And you're like, nope, there's and one I, in between. I had to yeah. be, yeah, I had to be that asshole. Be like, no, you have to see Prometheus. They're like, what's Prometheus? I'm like, Prometheus is a prequel to Alien. They're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, and this one's after it. I'm like, one customer actually said, what kind of Star Wars bullshit is this? Because I mean, of the, of not, like, it's actually, it's a prequel. And then there's, they may also made sequels. Yeah, but where's, so, where's Rogue One? Rogue One is between fucking blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Right, okay, right. And then, you know, having to explain the whole MCU was a pain in the ass working in the video room. Um, I wish they just called it Covenant, honestly. You know, oh, just or, take the alien part of it off. Yeah, yeah. if you're going to fucking do a whole thing, then then just take it out. If, if they're going to call it Alien Prometheus, that's too long of a fucking title. But then they're going to call it Alien Covenant. It's just as long of a title. Right, 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 right. You know, although Prometheus 2 just doesn't really fucking kick it. Does doesn't it? roll off the tongue. No. No. <laughs> uh, look, here's here's what they should do, right? If you're going to have a third, if you're going to have a third Prometheus movie that's going to tie in Alien, you just call it Nostromo. You know, which is the fucking. Yes. Yes. Yeah. If you're following the whole thing of like, well, each ship is, that's the title of the movie is the ship now because it's the Covenant. Then you just call it the Nostromo. Listen, we were up. We were just talking about recasting Russell Crowe in Gladiator 2, and I don't want to go back to that whole conversation, but it does spark an idea based on something you just said. Do you recast Ripley? Can you? And bigger question, can you? Can you well, request in, in a prequel world? So not not a sequel to Resurrection. Like, right. like I because I agree, I, I say 100%. If you're doing like a direct sequel to Resurrection, no, you cannot recast Ripley. But in a world that's, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to interrupt because I see you're trying to, but like in, in a world that's the third in this prequel world, can you do it? I think here's my evidence of why it depends because uh, the fourth Predator movie, The mm-hmm. Predator featured a small cameo of the character Ellen Ripley. But then they just deleted the scene. Uh, I think if you are going to make a third Prometheus film, and it's essentially going to be a sequel to Alien Covenant as well as a prequel slash remake of Alien, so it leads up to Alien. Right. You get as close as of an actress that fits the Sigourney mold. And oh, appearance. for sure. Yeah. Um, I think it's possible. I think it's not going to be an easy job. No. I would, I, like, do, is there a part of me that would be like, well, Sigourney's Alan Ripley. You don't fuck with that. But there's also a part of it that's like, you know what? As long as the actress is true to form, give it to someone else. And and if you need to add a little bit of, maybe not makeup, but, like, a little bit of CGI fucking with, because Guy Pierce's makeup, did not really do great in my no, book for Prometheus. No. Um, and I think makeup now, like. Oh, make, between be, makeup and CGI, you could totally make it work out. Yeah. Like I saw, just as an example, I saw Many Saints of Newark. I was going to ask was, you about that if you'd seen it yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw it twice. And, okay. Uh, just as an example, the guy who plays young Polly. I don't know what the fuck they did with the makeup, but it, it just looks so batshit nuts, and it ah. just doesn't very. Anyways, so wait, so all right, now are are you done your point? Because I I want to add to it if you are. I think if you're gonna make a sequel, you go Sigourney all the way. 
if you're going to make a prequel slash reboot, give it to someone else. Okay, so you're saying ultimately, just to, to boil it down, you're saying yes. If you're doing if you're if you're doing a third in that Prometheus world, and you're going to feature that character, yes, you do it. With one caveat, Sigourney Weaver has to be the final say. That's that's the most important. Is Sigourney needs to be part of the of the even of if the she's not process. in it, she has to be part of the casting process. I got you. correct. Okay, uh, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Mm-hmm. Um. And honestly, oh, I okay. I just had three thoughts, so I need to kind of like get these all out before I lose them, because I've just came up with the concept for how you do the story. Mm-hmm. You get her to come back as old Ripley, telling the story, make the whole thing a fucking flashback from Ripley's perspective. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, I think instead of like you were saying, call the next one. Nostromo, which I don't hate that idea. So, but I'm saying instead you just call it Ripley. No alien, okay. no nothing. Just call it Ripley. And then okay. I immediately, and I'm probably, there's probably a better choice, but my first thought is actually Natalie Portman. I had a, you know what? I thought of Natalie Portman, but unfortunately, Natalie Portman I think she's is too, not too short. She's too short for sure. Uh, but she also looks nothing like Sigourney. Uh, I think she looks I, enough, especially, no. no so who, who, who would you, and I'm not saying that in a shit way. I'm asking who you, just who you would. Um, I, I really honestly don't have one at the top of my head. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would like the, the real cheat answer. And even then, I don't know if it would work because Sigourney is pretty tall. Like she's yeah. 5'11". Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it would work, but there's a there's an actress who is in the Game of Thrones, and she's also a pretty tall actress. She's almost probably too tall. Uh, she doesn't look visually like Ellen Ripley, so they would have to do some something. I think her name is Gwendolyn Christie. I just had a she thought pl- too, but finish yours, and I'll. She played um, Captain Phasma in the sequel Star Wars trilogy, the 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 Chrome Trooper. Yeah, I know who Phasma. But I don't think we ever see her face though, so I can't. You see her face in Game of Thrones. No, right, no, but I'm saying in, in, and I've never watched Game of Thrones. How about, um, I don't know if she looks visually enough like her, but the, 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 um, Lady Sif. Um, I think she's, mm, I think she's got the height right. I don't know about the the face. Maybe the, maybe the height. Um, honestly, at the top of my head, like even then, like I would never say Sigourney Weaver's not an attractive woman. She's a very attractive woman. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but she has a very distinct look. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah, no question. Like I think maybe if you could fucking make her taller, maybe Elizabeth Olsen. I don't. I don't. It's think hard so. to cast Sigourney. That's Sigourney's got more of a, a square jawline than than Elizabeth does, <laughs> okay, and I'm not well, saying that in a shit, a shit way. I'm just saying like it's yeah. It, it, you know, Sigourney's a. Very attractive woman. She's she kind of you know who not... visually doesn't play it, and I don't know if she's tall enough. She 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 seems tall when you see her this person on screen, but I don't know how tall she actually is. So the, the height thing may not work. Mm-hmm. But Marina Bakarin, who was also in Firefly and Serenity, by the way. Oh, is she? I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, but uh, I think she's a little too. Voluptuous. If I'm really, I always honest. thought she was kind of 
small titties. Oh, you've never seen Firefly, my friend. I've seen her naked in fucking Deadpool. Ah, uh, well, I mean, I, I don't, I think, I think the truth of it is that she's, she's, she looks more feminine than Sigourney. Here's, here's a thing that I'll tell you about. You can look it up to tell me your opinion. Sure. There's an online like meme conversation about how uh, Sigourney Weaver and Glenn Danzig look very similar. <laughs> like, if I. If you do a Google search, I don't need to do a Google search. I can visualize that. I, I, I get the joke. I don't agree with it or think it's particularly nice. But I, I get it. It's not nice to either of them. And Steph totally. Oh, I don't give a fuck about what Glenn Danzig, Glenn Danzig thinks, honestly. But, but, but it's 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 them of varying ages, and it shows like it literally is a game of. Whose face is this? Sigourney Weaver or Glenn Danzig? It's like right. close-ups of both of them. And you could tell the difference, but like the in my opinion, the, the similarity is there. Uh but to be fair, Sigourney Weaver's like a foot taller than Glenn Danzig, so that's I how think you so. Tell yeah, that apart. sounds sounds right. He's a yeah. Because he was actually I'm not saying Glenn Danzig should play young Ellen Ripley no. oh, whatsoever. Good. I also there's someone else I can think of, I think of but I know I know she's way too fucking short so that's why it doesn't it automatically disqualifies her but uh, she played Kira in Solo and I actually isn't she in Genesis as well it's not the same actress yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's so who who could but play she, young Sarah Connor well let's get uh, what the fuck's her name uh, Amelia Clark yeah although yeah. Uh, Jin Erso maybe from Rogue One. Uh, that's better casting. Uh, that's a little bit better casting. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of like franchise that, you know, you know what? Brie Larson could do it actually. Yeah. Yeah. Brie Larson. I, I don't know the height difference, but I'll I think I'll Brie Larson, I'm curious about that. One. Brie Larson could actually pull it off just acting wise. I could see because Brie Larson is, she could play serious because Ripley's not exactly having fun in the first alien to the two alien films. I also want to uh, say, like, I and we've talked about this before, so I'm not going to get, I don't want to go back into a gigantic thing, but I really feel like she took a lot of sh- unnecessary shit for her role in Captain Marvel. I thought she was perfectly fine. Agreed. Um, I totally uh, agree. She's 5'7", so. Sigourney's got to be almost six feet. I'm, I'm going to look now, because you've been saying that a few times, and I honestly don't know. Um, Five. I. Ten and a half, according to this. No, wait. Okay. No, hold on. Oh, no, 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 no. That's... No, give me a second. Hold on. That's not accurate. Because uh, that was... That was at age 11. No shit. Yeah, she oh, was, my God. She was tall as a child. Um, That's like Michael height. Michael was 5'10 when he was 11 or 12, yeah. And then he put another like two feet after that. Um, no, apparently she—that's where she capped out at. So she's still five ten and a half. She just never. Okay. She just never. She aged, but never kept going. Like she stopped. Right. There. So it's only a three and a half inch difference. So it's not. It's a. It's enough where you can. But you could fill. You could yeah. You could like use different like soapbox things. They do that show with Tom Cruise all the time because he's. He's like three inches shy of a midget, I think. You know, so you know what? You actually just remind me of someone else. Um, and the reason why is because of the whole midget thing, the the how they are like they just shoot actors. 
that are considerably shorter. First off, the reason why I got to this was Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher had to constantly like stand on boxes, standing next to Harrison Ford. Right, because he's tall as fuck, right? And yeah, he's tall as fuck. Billy Lord, her daughter. I don't know how tall she is. Yeah, I'll look. But visually, she looks like she could also be the kid. Uh, She looks more like Sigourney's kid than she does Gary Fisher's kid. Uh, Yeah, uh, Marina Bakarin, by the way, I just looked. First off, I didn't look up her breast size, but I'm sticking with my my pick there just because I don't think she's as voluptuous as you're saying. Two, she's 5'7". Okay. The only problem with Marina, and I and I and I use the word problem as loosely as I can say it, because I honestly don't want to call this a problem for her. But she's Brazilian by by birth, and so I think she looks she may be a little too Hispanic looking for a Ripley, just because of that, you know. Well, that's kind of why I said voluptuous. I didn't really want to bring nationality into it, but that's kind of what I'm. Well, no, I'm not even saying that. But yeah, but see, according, see, I still think she's got. Kind of tiny, t- tiny titties. Um, what is what? What's Carrie's daughter's I, I mean, name again? I'm blanking. You said it, but I, I'm blanking. Billy, but with an I E. Yeah. Okay. L O U R D. Yeah, that I knew. I just couldn't remember the first name. Uh, Billy Lord height five one. So you're no. oh fuck. Yeah. All right, just put her on some stilts, and then you got <laughs> fucking Ripley. Well, Carrie was five one as well. So that's true. According um, to this. All right, so Alien and Alien Covenant and Prometheus, like we talked a little. You wanted to talk about David, so like, what's your? I I just I just did not like. Uh, I I just I guess it's supposed to, but the character just was like, ugh. Yeah, you know, um, even even was it Walter? In the second, like Walter wasn't as bad, but it was still like, meh. Well, if you remember the opening scene of Alien Covenant, where it shows young Peter Whalen with played by Guy Pierce and David's essentially activation, mm. uh, it, it the whole crux of the whole motivation of David and Peter Whalen essentially is in that conversation where they're talking about. Why are we here? And 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 Wayland essentially tells him like, well, you will never be able to create. You're just an android. Right. You're just a machine. Right. So, because Peter Wayland made the mistake of giving, um, David too much personality, it backfired, and and essentially he became he strived as much as possible to become as much of a creator and to play God. As much as possible. Right. Here's another comparison. When David and Walter are having their really interesting theological discussions, which I was immediately reminded of vision versus vision, (laughs) by the way, uh, that's arguably one of the most important scenes where uh, David uh, quotes, but he attributes it to Lord Byron. But Walter says, no, it's Shelley. The husband of of uh, Mary Shelley, the writer of Frankenstein. So it's sort of interesting how David misquotes something that is so close to the Frankenstein lore that yeah. he doesn't even realize his own Frankenstein connection in a roundabout way. Right. No. Yeah. Um, but like he, David was creepy as all hell in Prometheus. 
like him looking at fucking Rumi, uh, Numi Rapace's dreams and shit. Like that was a big violation. Um, and then used it against her. Uh, oh my God. He's so not for nothing. Michael Fassbender fucking acted the shit out of those. Movies. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Like, if you ever want to see what an evil C-3PO fucking looks like, boom, there you go. I, listen, and I don't want to get into a whole thing. I hated the whole bleeding thing of all these I, all these androids. The, the, like, the milk bleeding? Yeah, I thought it was... Like, I've watched enough sci-fi stuff with androids. They don't need to bleed. There's, I mean... And there's a difference between a cyborg and an android. And they, they clearly use the word android in describing these these characters so i they've also used the term robot a lot and i don't i think that that word needs to be discontinued robot just sounds fucking jokey at this point android sounds a little bit fucking better cyborg and and android but he's a robot what no fucking at least call it a droid for christ's sake like robot just now sounds gimmicky robot sounds like like a fucking kids movie yeah. Um, uh, listen, I found two. I found two people that I th- listen from from an age perspective. I don't think it works, but from a height and look perspective, just to cap off that whole discussion we were having about Ripley uh, mm-hmm. recasting, um, Liv Tyler. She's too old. She's forty four, so I think she's a little too old to do like a young. Because I would imagine that's about how old Sigourney was at the time of. So unless you're doing like the launch of Nostromo, you know, unless unless you're actually okay. doing that story, you know, which mm-hmm. I don't think you, you know, uh, but or Gal Gadot, those are the only two I can think of, and I don't think that's the greatest casting either, honestly. With all respect to Gal, to Gail, because I like her a lot, but or Gal. You know but, what? You actually remind me of one more. Sure. And we praised her a lot. The woman who plays Grace in in fucking Dark Fate. I think she's pretty tall. Play, play. Oh, Mackenzie Davis. Yeah. Um, she didn't come she up. She looks the, tall. She didn't come up in the in in the list. I don't know if it, in, facially that would work though. We were talking about True, the face thing, yeah. but let me let me look. I don't want to go back in the whole thing on this, but I just I did want to. We had been talking about it, and I wanted to kind of tie that off a little bit. Um, she is, let's see, what, I don't, oh, god damn it, hold on. Uh, she kind of towers over fucking Linda Hamilton. She's 5'10". There you go. And she's 34 as of right now. Well, there you go. So roughly she'd be around the same age as what Ricky yeah. would be. Yeah, I, well, yeah. So yeah, um, and you know what, the, it, Dumb question without getting into a whole nother discussion. Is is her involvement in Dark Fate Eliminator? No. Okay. If you can... I, I mean, if you can have Michael Bean in Aliens and fucking Terminator, I think, it's, I think it's acceptable. That's true. That's true. I had not thought of it that way. Uh, not to mention everybody else in fucking Aliens <laughs> in, right. in Terminator. Right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I... I, I, I I like the shocker. Um, I liked him Logan in the film. Him, yeah. I I didn't. I I thought how they got him infected was um, in, devious as all hell. Devious, but a nice twist. Like I I dug it. You know, 
Yeah, it, it takes away the the host and inflammation and and male rape fucking thing that the first film did, and it's more of like like David is essentially like, well, I I'm he. It's just curiosity. It's the same. What was it? It's the same argument that someone said. Well, how would you feel if someone like why are we here? Okay. The whole point of why David does what he does in kind of retaliation is based on the conversation he has with the shocker, which was, well, if you talk to your creator and you ask him, why are we here? And he said, well, because I can. Right. That's him. And he's like, well, why did you create me? He's like, well, because we can. So that's David now being like, well, fuck all of you. I'm going to, I'm just going to do that too. I'm going to create this fucking alien species and pathogen and the most diabolical fucking uh alien race because i can and because fuck the humans the humans are an inferior uh species at this point i've improved i found something better right uh i was just how i felt about newt and 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 michael bean all that shit i felt bad for elizabeth shaw's character when they revealed what happened to her in yeah Covenant. yeah it i just, agree with you i thought that was kind of dumb I didn't think it was dumb. I just thought it was so disheartening. It was just like, I'm I'm kind of getting sick and tired of all these fucking like movies, like having like a kind of a slight happy ending and then having a bleak ass, horrible opening that like fucks over what you just last saw. It's like, they don't have a cliffhanger. They have a fucking cliff opening. Yeah. And, well, I mean, uh, real quick, let's talk about some of the characters because I, I did like Vickers. I, you know, she's she's not meant to be a likable character, but she was oddly likable regardless. Her and then, motivation of why she's bent out of shape about David is pretty rampant. You know, she's the daughter of Waylon, and she's looking at, you know, this is essentially her stepbrother, who he loved a way lot a lot more than her. You know, essentially because she's um, a woman. It also, it also, that also explains not that, but the fact that he ends up being on a ship explains why that med pod was designed for a man, not for a woman. When mm. Shaw goes in to get the to like remove the alien from herself, yep, you know. Yep. Um, but then also uh, loved Idris Elba in this movie. I thought he was. I, I'm a big fan of his. Period. I really am. Um, I have not seen Westworld. I think it's Westworld. Yeah. Or no, Dark Tower that he's in that I hear is pretty bad. But I also hear it's not bad because of Idris. It's bad for multiple other reasons <laughs> that Correct. have nothing to do with his performance. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I thought I thought this was maybe not name-wise the best cast in the franchise, but... I, I thought it was one of the better casts in the franchise in the franchise for me. I enjoyed this cast probably even more so than three. Like as much as I enjoy three as a film, I thought this cast was way better. You know, this is definitely one of the more star-studded casts for sure. Yeah, um, and and it's 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 actors that are recognizable even if you can't place their fucking names. You're like, oh, that's that's the, the fucking girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah. And that's the shocker. shocker. Yeah. And, and that's so-and-so and that's, yeah, I, exactly. Uh, that's uh fucking, uh, not Tom Hardy, uh, fucking Tom softly. That's fucking, that's a shocker. Know. I said that already, yeah. you know, and that, I know oh, it's but you, fucking, you wouldn't, it's fucking Magneto, no. you know, like that's the other one, you know? Yeah. Uh, where it's like, Oh my God, that's Charlie Theron. Like no one, no one forgets Charlie Theron's no, fucking name. That, that woman walks on screen and you're like, Oh my bad. You're like, 
I apologize. Yeah. You didn't do anything wrong. No, no. no. I just apologize. Yeah. I, I apologize for, for, for whatever I am about I to I apologize do. for existing within your breathable airspace. <laughs> like, 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 I think Charlize is beautiful. I don't, I wouldn't regard her as a goddess, but like, she did, but she looks like she could give you a firm, like, verbal bitch slap. On top of that, she looks like she could give a physical fucking. She she looks like she could fuck somebody up too. Oh like, yeah, she she's one of the few people who could fuck up the real Tom Hardy <laughs> in fucking Mad Max. You know, like <laughs> true. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Which they are making a spinoff movie of her character. Oh, are they? Okay. Well, which and, that's the other thing. A lot of people were bitching about, like, why is Mad Max like why why the, why call it Mad Max Fury Road? She's like, you know, it's all the, she's. It's all about her. It's just guys fucking complaining that a woman is in central stage. And I'm like, well, she's kind of the title character. No, it's Mad Max. I'm like, yeah, it's Fury Road. Her name is Furiosa. Yeah. Go fuck you. Go fuck you, yeah. She's also, and despite what you're going to think about when we finally do it, but she is... um, Oh, she's she's in one of the fucking fast movies? Last two. Ah. And, and, And... does a really good, like, really good job, I think. All right. You know. All right. Um, well, put it this way. She's the antagonist. I won't. I, I saw it. I've seen trailers. I, I had a feeling. Yeah. And and she's, like, you really don't like her. You're like, you, you do, but you don't. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you like her performance, but you're like, sure. oh, I don't like that person. Did you, uh, how, how much did you freak out when you saw Wong in, in Prometheus? I, I didn't freak out, but it did definitely make me smile. Like, it was like, well, Jesus Christ, look at all these people coming over from Marvel. Well, I guess these are all pre-Marvel, I'm sure. Cor- but yeah, you Correct. Know. And then it was like... It's also oh, Martian. He's in the Martian, too. Yeah, and but, I, that's like, oh, well, that explains why he's in the Martian. Yeah, oh, you know? yeah, for sure. Um, I was actually surprised um, that... Uh, Chuitel Ejiofor's role in The Martian, um, Vincent Kapoor, mm-hmm. the one who's basically like, hey, watch your language when, when they're having that back and forth discussion. Right. I've, I actually could see Idris having played like played that role. Um, as, for, as for Idris in Prometheus, I, I love Idris Elba. I've seen a lot of the good Idris Elba movies, and I'm, I just started The Wire, and I'm seeing a lot of young Idris. Um, I, I think honestly his accent distracted me from, from, from the movie. Okay. His, I, I, I don't know. I almost just wish he had just done his, you know, Londoner accent. See, you um, know, it's, it's not to get off on a thing, but that's something I always find really interesting about our conversation. Just like you, you really get put off by that stuff way more than I do. And I think it's because you do the, you know, you focus on doing the impressions and whatnot. So, Right. It just, it just doesn't, it just, it, I don't know if it was good. I just know I didn't like it. And I, there could be someone who'd be like, nah, that's what we sound like. And it's like, okay, but it's coming from Idris's face. And I know, like, I would rather he do a straightforward New York American accent as opposed to, it just doesn't, I don't know. I, I just didn't fucking dig it. Fair enough. I would have preferred he just do a fucking british accent you know it, it's and, and he tried something and i'm sure ridley scott was like you know this is what you have to do for this movie and he's like you know fine i'll do it uh, 
I just it just distracted me. I'm like, holy fuck! I didn't know Idris Elba could sound like this, and I don't know if I'm okay with it. So um, it is post Marvel for him for Idris Elba. Yeah. Okay. Because well, he no no because we were just talking about it, and I was just curious. So I was looking, and for Idris, he was he was Heimdall before he was this role, but which but is probably for, one of the reasons why he took Prometheus. He's like, I need to get the fuck out of this Marvel contract. I need to start doing other shit, and. It's as far away from Heimdall as you could really kind of get. It's like, I'm sure. just a sea captain in space. Yeah, yeah. You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! 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 Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie. I think I left the downstairs light on. P- please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. I I have got to say, uh, for Alien Covenant, I really fucking enjoyed the lead of that one. The, the fucking... Uh, Billy I can't Crudup? remember her... Huh? You're not to, I thought Billy Crudup was the lead, personally, but if you're not saying that... Billy... No, no, no. I'm talking about the, the woman. In Covenant. Let's see. Yeah. Catherine Watson for Daniel Watterson? Daniels? Oh no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that survives. Yeah. The yeah. last Yeah. The last female going back to the earlier. I really fucking dug her character in Alien Covenant. It really I, I was rolling my eyes the whole time with Billy Crudup. I'm like, oh my God, you're so stupid and, and The character's stupid, but I like Billy Crudup. The character is definitely stupid. And, like, first off, if you're going to trust anything David says, then you deserve whatever implement, you he, know, whatever. It's yes. not, I don't even know that he's stupid. Is I think he's insecure, is what I really think it comes down to. He's very insecure, and as such, it causes him to make bad decisions. Right. Uh, I, you and I talk privately, it was like what, the whole James Franco not being in this movie was. <laughs> Really fucking like when I when I first saw it in theaters, I saw Alien Covenant in theaters, and I was like, "Is that fucking James Franco?" And then you and it's confirmed what shows like a little mini movie of, of right. That I didn't fucking yeah, yeah. Watson is watching, and I'm like, "Holy fuck! It is James Franco. Why the why the fuck is James Franco in this movie and then not in this movie?" And ultimately, it was because he had more scenes and they cut a bunch of it, but. I don't know. Maybe there was like a statement going on where it's like, hey, fuck you, James Franco, and we've already filmed this, and we're just going to have you burned to death. You you burn your friends, you get burned on film. That's what it is. So, you know. That was one of the, that was one of the most confusing setups, text messages you've ever (laughs) sent me, but it delivered really fucking well because you're like, it's pretty ironic that James Franco burned in this movie. And I'm like, why is that ironic? Like, because he burned a lot of his friends in Hollywood. I'm like, all right, that was fucking funny as shit, dude. <laughs> the 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 ultimate irony is that you like Danny McBride of all fucking people, like is, yeah, he, would play the James Franco role in this movie. But it, and I'm I was trying to remember, and I even looked it up, but I couldn't find it. Did he have any kind of? He doesn't have any kind of controversy. I feel like I'm getting him confused with somebody else. Danny McBride. Yeah. 
I mean, no, not to the best of my knowledge, no. Then I think I'm getting, I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident I'm getting him confused with somebody else because I think I'm getting him confused with the guy from. Uh, he well, first off, he's a Scientologist, but he's also on that. He was on that '70s show, and I think he was in that Shit Creek or whatever. Danny Masterson. Okay, so or so you at least get where I'm kind of making the con- from a yes. name perspective. Danny. No, the McBride Masterson. You got the M thing going too. All Leave right, me Danny alone. M's. Uh, I feel bad for anyone named Danny M. You know, and I feel bad for. I feel rapist. bad for. I feel bad for me because I have to sit and talk to you every week. Um, oh, boo! Fucking who? Um, <laughs> I've always referred to Danny McBride just for people who don't know who I'm talking about. I'm like, sure. he's the evil Seth Rogen. Yeah, I can see that. Like, I, especially it, in this is the end. He comes off. Totally like, oh god, god damn you, Danny McBride. It's been a while since I've seen that, but yeah. But he's also the motherfucker who wrote <laughs> he wrote Halloween's twenty eighteen. Like the twenty eighteen Halloween. Oh, that's right. I knew I knew we had discussed him before for some reason. Oh no jokes, no joking. I, I knew we had discussed him for something. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I liked his character in Alien Covenant. I was like, Good good you know, job, Ridley it, Scott, for giving this guy a role that's not the asshole douchebag who dies within 10 minutes. You know, it's funny, though, because in the beginning, I didn't. Like, I'm no joke. Like, at the beginning of the film, I was like, oh, my God, this guy's fucking annoying. And by the end of it, I found myself kind of going, you know what? Like, I, I kind of dig this character. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was I was the same board. I was like, fuck this guy. And then I was like, fuck everyone else. <laughs> oh, um, man. I, I, I was really happy that the survivors were who they were. I uh, was... Except, I or, mean, or or my liked. I, I I didn't mind Billy. I know he made some bad choices, but I didn't dislike the character. I really didn't like that they killed off all the wives. I mean, like I know everybody basically has to die at some point, but they basically killed off all the wives pretty early, except for Daniels. Uh but in her own way, she's also a widow, so it, it right. Kind of balances out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I yeah. Um. That didn't bother me as much. What bothered me was, again, this goes with the whole alien creation thing. Like, you can't look at this as the same alien from the first alien movie or aliens. But the fact this little fucking thing was so goddamn quick was like, ah, the fuck? Well, they should have stopped right there. Right. The fact that evolved these kind of slow, clumbersome fucking things is really like a, uh, like a, a, a problem to their fucking race. They should have just stayed here. Yeah. Um, especially in Alien Covenant, that fucking it's called a protomorph. The one that's like the the main antagonist of Alien Covenant, the one that's like running around and like doing baboon swings and shit. Right, right, um, right. Uh but this has gotta be one of the bleakest fucking endings. Oh, for sure. Although I saw it coming. It's the only one I saw coming. I as soon as they featured a double fucking Fassbender role, I was like, um, shit. Yeah, I kind of was thinking the same thing, and then like there was a brief part of me where I was like, okay, maybe, maybe this actually, maybe Walter actually did fuck him up, and maybe this is what it is, and then I'm like, and but I always had that that tinge of doubt. Like I was never like, okay, yes, Walter did it. Like there was always part of me that was still like, this could still be David. And then when she says, will you help me build my cabin? And he doesn't respond. I was like, before she even realized it, I was like, motherfucker. I I'll, I'll go even further. There's a portion towards the end 
where they're announced there's an alien on board and he's like letting them know and he's sitting at the monitor and he's kind of got that creepy little fucking yeah smile yeah but then if you're an audience and you're just kind of like i don't know i don't know i don't know what's going to happen when they kill the alien he lets out like a big sigh and if 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 they if ridley scott wanted to be like no this is walter i'm not doing that dark ass ending because fuck that it could be Walter having a sigh of relief right. of, yay, they fucking yeah, killed the Yeah, we did it. Yeah, yeah. But if he was like, fuck that, fuck these movies, fuck you, audience, I'm going to fucking show you a bleak ass ending, That's, that sigh is a is a sigh of, fuck. No, I have to do this. Yeah. 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 So either way, it's, 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 it's neutral enough where if mm-hmm. Ridley wanted to change the ending, he could have, but... He also had that, like you said, he had that, that funky little smile on his face like the whole way through that sequence. And it was like, yeah. that's kind of why I was on the edge the whole way through of like, I didn't, right. I didn't fully buy it. You know what I mean? And, so, And you, you really want uh, Walters to fucking like succeed. And it's like, you know she's going to be trapped in her nightmares, in her stasis, kind of like. Indefinitely. He's never bringing her out of that thing. No, they're they're going to be fully impregnated with the embryos. That's the implication. I thought he was just saving that for the rest of the colonists. Like I, did, I thought he was leaving the, the the crew as almost like a prison. To the well, he only coughed up two fucking embryos. So there's two living things of the crew, and they wouldn't. And the thing that is not really explicitly say throughout all the films is when you're impregnated, you lose. You don't have a memory of being impregnated. Something about the face hugger fucks with your memory. Mm. So that's why uh, Kane, fucking uh, John Hurt, had no. He's like, I don't remember. He's like, I have a vague. I don't dream about yeah. smothering. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and and then to a degree, Ripley too. When the thing breaks into uh, her stasis pod in three. Right. The, the only the only clue is is like. If other aliens leave you the fuck alone, there's something wrong with inside of you. Uh, like, you know, the, the fucking if if um, let's say, for example, Ripley did not have a queen embryo inside of her in three. If she just had a regular alien, the alien, the, the dragon would have left her alone regardless. Mm. But it really just one didn't want her uh, hurt to protect the queen. Right. So. Um, well, listen, man, I know this was a, a, a tough sell at the beginning, but I'm glad you fucking watched all these. And I'm glad you liked them for, to a more or less degree. Like, yeah, I, I, I like... think you're going to like the Predator ones a little bit more. I, I certainly like these more than I expected, for sure. Um, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that I loved it and, you know, any of that. But I, I certainly... Um, Need and I definitely need a power cleanser between now and next next episode. You know, before I start doing my next set of homework. <laughs> I I actually recommend watching uh, Galaxy Quest because it makes it even funnier as fuck now. Seeing Sigourney run around and like part of one of her job features in Alien was to repeat the computer. So like the fact that they're fucking with it in Galaxy Quest is really fucking funny. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. Uh all right, game over, man. Game over. CJ here with a few thank yous to let you know how you can get in touch with and follow the show and us. Listen to us on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find your podcast. 
please don't forget to rate and comment. If you want to agree with or yell at us, you can do it live. That's right. Rico and I put ourselves on a weekly live stream called Getting Vocal with Potaskew every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific at getvocal.com slash That's www.getvokl.com slash where we discuss various topics from past and present shows and even sometimes play games. If you can't or don't want to join us live, you can follow Rico, me, and the show on Twitter. The show is at Podeskew, Rico is at Rance Rico, and I'm at M underscore Blade. We want to thank logo designer and show friend Mike for his work on our wonderful logo. You can contact him for artwork via email at logomike80 at gmail.com. That's logomike80 at gmail.com. Thank you to Samuel Lemons for all original music on the show, especially our theme music. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons and his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Samuel Lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you, everyone, for listening. Rico and I really appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you another episode soon. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Damn it. series that's got all the buzz. You have power I have never felt before. Critics are calling it unbelievably charming. Captivating. A delight to watch. Casey Walpole couldn't be more perfect as Naomi. You ready? The question is, are you ready? Get ready to see why. I don't know what is happening to me. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? Naomi. All new tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50. Washington CW. 